For this week's episode, Austin and Tim travel back in time to July 7th, 1982, which was the peak of the summer movie season. The six movies they watched were the frowned-upon theatrical cut of Ridley Scott's iconic sci-fi film Blade Runner, the papooed-upon sequel to a 1978 blockbuster, Grease 2, Jack Nicholson in a little-known grim character drama, The Border, Al Pacino cast against type as a loving father in Author, Author, Malcolm McDowell in a modern retelling of Cat People, and capping off the evening with Julie Andrews in Blake Edwards' musical comedy Victor Victoria. You want energetic musical numbers? We got it. You want groundbreaking special effects? We got it. You want great performances from some of the best actors in film history? We got it. You want thrilling action set pieces? We got it. You want monstrous people trying to form incest? Well, we don't want it, but we have that too here on Film Geek Time Machine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Film Geek Time Machine. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser. I'm sorry, I was going to sing. Because of the singing in one of these movies. <laughs> There's a singing in a couple of these movies. Yeah, singing in a couple of movies, yeah. <laughs> welcome to Film Geek Time Machine. This is the podcast where Tim and I have a time machine, and we go back in time to random <clears throat> dates. And this was a random date this time. Yeah, it was. was it? I'll yeah, take was. your word no, for it. No, no, it was. You're, you're the master of dates, Austin. I, I do random I'll number yeah. generator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, so, you do it all. Okay. And, to, and this dates is July 7th, 1982, the heart of the summer movie season in 1982. Yes. And then what we do is we'll look at the newspaper, and then we pick five to eight movies usually. This time we picked six movies to do a movie marathon where we go to different theaters and theater hop and see various movies and we talk about them. So that's what we're doing. Thumbs up. Yay. Thumbs up movies. <laughs> okay. There there are a couple. Some of, the, some of these movies. <laughs> so the time period, so 1982, yeah, going back to this time period was pretty cool. So I was, I was almost six years old. Wow. You're six. so old, Austin. I was almost I... six. 82? 82. I was in middle school, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't in high school yet. Yep. I, I was about to do so. first grade, so I just finished kindergarten. There's a serious school year. But I was already going to movies, so I've seen... Well, I wasn't like... any school. It was middle summer. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, 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 but I just... I finished kindergarten. Um, and then... Oh, yeah, here, that just suddenly makes me think about 82? I turned 14. Yeah. Those summers are fucking magic. When you're growing up... Yeah. There's no school. You're old <laughs> enough. You can do anything you fucking want. Except well, for, you in know, 82, the, it was the height to... of the arcade. So it was Pac-Man. Oh, yeah. Donkey Kong okay, came out you, that year. I grew up in small town, Wisconsin. Our arcade didn't last very long. Oh. I don't know if it was around at that point. Okay, okay. There was a while, there was a while but yeah. it was not a big enough city to hold an arcade. So the arcade. popular songs, Don't You Want Me by the Human League was, yeah, the, was cool. the number one song, Rosanna by Toto. Oh, yeah, Hurt yeah. So Good. I'm not a big John Cougar Mellencamp, but uh, Hurt So Good. Hurt So Good is okay. Um, Heat of the Moment, Asia. Heat of the Moment, Asia. 
I don't know if I remember that song. I have the tiger, I, though. You fucking know heat of the moment. I'm sure as soon as I hear it, I'll, I'll know. And they'll also be, you'll also punch yourself in the face <laughs> because that song is freaking magic. Um, I have the tiger Um, because Rocky oh, 2 came out. Whip. The, Rocky 3 came out. Yeah. Let It Whip is a lot later than I thought. That yeah. actually seems disco-y to me. Um, but I guess it's like post-disco. Ebony and Ivory, Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder. Tainted Love. Yeah, uh, there's some there's some good ones. I mean, Do I it's, Do? God, it's all Abracadabra right. by the Steve Miller Band. I don't want That's actually like that one? one of the ones I wasn't a big fan of. Keep, but keep also, the fire burning. I've, had, a t- I've had the things happen where I'm like, I didn't like that when I was younger. And here now I'm like, I don't know why I didn't like that. Maybe oh. it's just because I hate everything now. Okay? So usually, it was usually pop music, but Alabama had a country Alabama band. had a couple of crossover hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Where's was, our Alabama? Where is it? It's right there. Take Me Down. Take Me Down. Okay. I don't know if I, I don't know that I'm one. sure I'm I sure I roll on 18 sure wheeler. That's sure a good one. I think that's anyway. So that was the popular <laughs> music at the time, and then on television. Yeah, this is kind of a weird thing to read. I'm looking at the, the wow. paper right it's, now. It's, a, it's astonishing. It, Every, when we go to different years, it's they've completely changed the layout, and it's illegible <laughs> sometimes. It is. It's kind of hard to read. So I think we have... This oh, is actually every okay. half hour, and if something lasts an hour, they just put it in there twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. Well, I'm looking at the afternoon here, and or the evening. So the greatest American hero... Yeah. Um, Fall Guy, Dynasty. Oh, Fall Guy. Fall Guy was cool. Oh, they're, Fall Guy they're, is they're great. making a Fall Guy movie. Yes, you know that? yes, they are. <laughs> Facts of Life. This is not syndication. That was actually yeah. um, Love, Sydney, which was a Tony Randall sitcom lasted two okay. seasons, maybe. I, I don't know Quincy, that, that must be the, the Klugman. Real people. Yeah. Oh, I loved real people when I was a kid. <laughs> so, yeah, that was cool. And then what do we got? Oh, there it is. The Croft Hour. They have the Croft Hour of Sid and Marty Croft. Oh my that, God! That's what, well, that's that what is. you were talking in about. Eighty-two, that. yeah. yeah the Space a... Coaster. Space Coaster. That was a kid show. This is in the in yeah, the morning. Just uh, regular shows. Where Dick Van Dyke Casper. was on at one point. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, Electric Company. God, I love Dick Van Dyke show. Mr. Rogers. That's one of my favorite. Is three, shows two, ever. one contact on there. I don't see it. I see Electric Company. Three, two. I don't know. I, Not I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that was just a weekend thing. No, it was still. It was. Was it? I don't know. And then I remember watching after school. Okay, so that's what was on there. Oh, and then I curious. I wanted to look in video games too, so that's what I was saying. Released in 1982 is Pole Position, Dig Dug, Dig Dug, Galaga. Oh, so these are all the classics. Time Pilot. Don- uh, yeah, I don't know. That I don't one. know what Time Pilot Mr. is. Mr. <laughs> Do, uh, Donkey Kong Jr. And it's kind of neat to see like what the highest ranking, video- best selling video games. ET was actually number five. Well, best selling uh, for like Atari, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, they tell you. What well, tells you what publishers. And then Coleco, that's the 2600. Oh, 82, yeah, Coleco was around. Frogger, was Asteroids, Pitfall was one that I played a lot. Frogger my grandparents. worked fine. I didn't have Atari. Atari, my grand- grandparents did. So we I didn't have an Atari there. either. <laughs> did you play it at friends' houses? I have a friend. We, had, we ended up getting a different knockoff thing. Not, okay. not the Sears thing. That Sears <laughs> thing, which was just Atari. Right. They called it the Sears or whatever, but I could play all the Atari games. Okay, let's see. I'm going to go back to the paper to see what was shown. Okay, so we're looking at here. There's a huge ad for Tron. We didn't see it because it started Friday. We went on a Wednesday. I would have happily watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. talked about the half of that movie that's mind-blowing and the other half that's kind of boring. Oh, I I actually (laughs) like the whole movie. I'm a big fan of Tron. Yeah, it's not bad or anything. It's just that maybe as a kid, I always thought, that first half hour where they're not Tron yet? I'm like... (laughs) I don't well, fucking care. I think when I was six. Oh, you went to the arcade. I'm like, none of those games exist, so I don't now, care. Okay. I actually did see a lot of these. So I know I saw Tron at least twice in the theater. I saw Tron, definitely. Um, E.T. I saw, and E.T. was out too. So I yes. saw E.T. like at least three or four times I, well, um, E.T. The is Actually, E.T. was really scary. 
begin for the oh, yeah. beginning no, of it, it's suspense, really sure. scary. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. before you actually meet E.T. Right, the first time I saw it, at, when I saw e. it e. another is time, fucking but... weird looking freako <laughs> when you first see him too. Well, the first time when you see him when Elliot when they're in the bu- the bushes and then yeah. Elliot is, I guess we're reviewing E.T. It's actually Let's I was remember being terrified. Well, no, because because he, he sees E.T. and then E.T. Sc- does that. Yeah. And then Elliot starts screaming too, so it's it's pretty. Yeah. It is it, pretty freaky. It, it, it was really it was really freaky. No, I, I'm actually it's one of my favorite movies. I love ET. Oh yeah, it's, ET it's is fantastic. Fucking, ET is a is a masterpiece. What else was actually? That we didn't, yeah, since yeah. we're going to season finales, yeah, we're going to specific opening dates of movies that were really important. Yeah, we should we need to go see the opening date of ET. That was at e. one point was the biggest movie of all time. It for was like fifteen years until it Titanic. Was. It was a long. Yeah, it was it was huge. It was huge. Other movies that we didn't see that came out, there's tons of uh, classic, iconic films. So Poltergeist, E.T., like I said, yeah. Rocky Three was out. Rocky Three is um, actually, you're not wrong. That one is iconic. It's iconic. Because As I've called it, the best of the bad Rocky movies. It's the, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's completely 80s. It is totally different than Rocky 1 and 2. Yeah, it's totally. Um, it, better for it, better it, or worse. Yeah, it's um, in, in many Rambo's ways. Where Rambo <laughs> is a very different movie than First Blood. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. Um, oh, my Aunt, favorite. Annie. Oh, I give um, that, I'm going to give Star Trek two four stars right now. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, we didn't see it. Um, then, uh, oh, John Carpenter's The Thing, which was a huge flop when it came out. It was out. a huge but flop. But it is. It, and it's, but it was, it's, it's and a great I've actually movie, yeah. seen modern view, reviews from some stupid punk kids who say, well, the effects don't hold up. And I'm like, uh, you got fucking bad eyes. You need to fix <laughs> oh, your fucking eyes. That's some of the, the best practical makeup effects are ever. Yeah. Creepy. It's, it's so granted, there are definitely periods. There are times where they tried to do stuff like that, and yeah, it yeah. doesn't hold up. Oh, and yeah. actually, none of that shit held up even at the time. <laughs> Sometimes they just don't yeah. work, okay? Um, other movies that were out were Diner, which was a pretty popular movie when it came out. Um, Megaforce, which we almost saw, but we both, you said you kind of saw it recently. I've seen it, uh, I've seen it and at I, least twice. That's a bad movie. I have a bad movie poster of it. Yes, it is um, a bad movie, yeah. and it is the right kind of enjoyable bad it is, movie. It is, But we, yeah. Yeah, whatever, we'll, maybe we'll see um, some other time. Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, we almost saw, that's a Steve almost. Martin we had, we had a lot of Stripes. options. It's 82. There's a shit ton of options. On Golden Pond. We picked uh, some weird options. Porky's. <laughs> Chariots of Fire. Oh, uh, Firefox, which was a Clint Eastwood pretty that's, big movie. Which, which you, at the time, you actually told me it was surprisingly long, I think. That's only that two hours, 15 minutes. That's I longer. Mean, that's longer than a Victor movie Ray. like that should be. Yeah, that yeah. should be an hour and a half movie. Well, no, okay. a James Bond movie. It's, it kind of feels like a James Bond movie. Does James it really? Bond movies are, yeah, it's like an espionage spy movie. Oh, okay. No, it's good. I like Firefox just okay. fine. I haven't seen um, I don't know. Maybe never I'm seen assuming, it. I assume I've seen it. I probably saw all the Eastwoods. Another movie was Hanky Panky, which was directed by Sidney Poitier, and it was a it was a buddy action romance starring Gilda Radner and Gene that Wilder. That was very possible. Ah, we should have seen that. <laughs> I would have liked to see that eventually. Something. Uh, Bambi was out as well. Cannonball Run. But that was a re-release of Bambi, right? Oh, and it's always. Yeah, it's yeah. 1942 yeah. when it yeah. came out. Okay, um, what we did pick though, so we did actually pick. Some iconic movies. We picked a couple of iconic yeah, yeah, yeah. movies. So we did. So we are seeing Blade Runner. Now, the reason why I wanted to do Blade yeah, Runner. Yeah, this is 100% your choice. Yes. The reason I wanted to do this is because this has been talked about, you know, every which way on podcast and YouTube videos and stuff. But using the time machine, we're going back. We're watching the theatrical cut, which is different well, than what's it's, widely it's available. It's the only thing we had the option to see. Right. It because was, that's how time travel Right, and I've happen. never seen the theatrical cut, and I've always been curious 
to see it. So it is different. And so we'll talk Although about that. Although what we that. should have done yeah. was bought a Blu-ray and some type of Blu-ray player, made it somehow project that, like, <laughs> the, 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 the better versions. You yeah, know? yeah, right. <laughs> and no. then had people go like, wow. And then when they talked with their friends, they're like, what are you talking about? That never happened. <laughs> yeah, right. We just took over the screen. No, anyway, so yeah, Blade Runner, the theatrical cut, is what we'll be talking about. We'll also be doing um, Grease 2, which was a notorious flop um, yeah. a bad movie when it came out. We're going to do this review. It's called Telling You Why. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I picked this one because it's it's a movie that's not really talked about as much. And I saw it once before. It's Jack Nicholson in The Border. Um, it's a, a character drama thriller. Um, and then author, author. I said it right. Author, author. Yeah, that's the last time he's going to say it right. He'll fuck it up. <laughs> I always say Arthur, it. Arthur. I said author, we, author. I think, we, I think we found a... a a showing of Arthur in here somewhere. Oh, Arthur is right right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have. I wanted to, if we had done them both. I would have rolled <laughs> in the whole time we were recording. So, Arthur, Arthur is an Al Pacino kind of like Kramer versus Kramer type uh, drama about his, uh, him raising kids. Um, Cat People is the remake of loosely remade uh, 1940s uh, horror we'll, film. We'll talk about it when we get to it. <laughs> and then, lastly, we went to the drive-in to see the last feature of Victor and. Victoria, which I've never seen Victor Victoria. It's a Blake Edwards movie. Mm -hmm. It ended up becoming a pretty big success and also uh, spawned uh, a Broadway show, which Julie Andrews also started in, oh, in the I 90s didn't know that. at the age of 60. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. She's, yeah. Um, no, no, no. That's awesome. No, I'm saying Quick that's... review. She looks fucking fantastic. Yeah, Julie Andrews is awesome. She's probably 50. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. She was, yeah, she was, she was close to 50 yeah. in, in this film. She was like 47 when she did it. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, some big movies to talk about. And yes, we'll go right into Blade Runner. So um, my experience with Blade Runner was first, I saw it first when I was in high school. Okay. So I was probably ninth or 10th grade. Me we, too. But then again, that was like a year after it came out. Right, okay. right. <laughs> so I saw it. It was probably um, like... I probably saw it in like 91, 92 was the first time I saw it. I but always... you had never seen this no, version. No, no, you no. You had only ever seen the one of these cut. 15 other versions. So in 90, around <laughs> That's like... not the director's cut. Right, right. No, no, Because no. the director had little to do with anything until the, the one that came cut. out in like 2014. It was the final cut, but it was called yeah. the director's yeah, cut. Yeah, but it was based... horrible eyes. <laughs> so what, what Blade Runner was, was it, it was a, a movie and it, it screened and it flopped. Like the it, it did get yeah, four test just screens. Yeah, like the... Sequel flop, right, right. But as but I as, haven't seen it, but it's apparently fucking Matt but magnificent. I, yeah, I haven't seen it either. I need to. But it has uh, it had poor test screenings, so the studio made Scott and Harrison Ford put some voiceover narration and put a tacked in a happy ending. There was a work print that was kind of out that was supposedly better, which didn't have the narration, didn't yeah, have I the looked, ending. I looked so, at all the versions right. of Blade Runner, and that is technically the first version. Of which you right. know, hundred people. So, <laughs> so what, what what they did was that the someone oversaw the work print and called it the director's cut in the early '90s. So that was kind of the version that everyone saw. So that's the version yeah. I saw okay. when I first saw it in high school. And it basically is this without the narration, and the, the end ending. is yep. different. Yep, yep, yep. I, well, you'll have to tell me what the I, end will, is. I, I will. I will. I will. I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. remember what the original. Yep, yep, yep. Well, not the original. That version. Yeah, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, it, so I've always now. Have you seen? This before? Yes, I had seen Blade, but it would have been like the 90s. Okay. The last time I saw it was like so the 90s. I probably... But also, we live in 20, 2023. Yeah. The world is still made of memes. And yeah. so we all know... <laughs> no, all, we know the speeches. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah. all that shit that happens in there. So I've seen this... I've probably seen this like 50 times. 
55 zero? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna I probably saw it three and because was, and that includes the time I just watched it. Because it was <laughs> because it was uh, we watched it in film school. It was a lot of film classes that yeah. I took. There's a lot of um, anal- uh, analysis for this film. It's one of those films that I really appreciate. It's it, and uh, and I really liked it. And so that's why I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about. Yeah. No. The, the no, theatrical it was, it cut. actually made sense. So that, so because yeah, the director's thing. Because it is it is one of my favorite sci-fi films, and the, seeing the original director's cut was a four-star movie. So I so I, this I is. About. Going to be two very different takes because you've seen it so many times and, and I haven't seen it. In right, 30 so this is going to be like whoa, watching it for the first time, I, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew like most stuff. I knew about the happy ending. I knew what the happy ending was. Yeah, that the happy ending is. We are, apparently we're not going to really do a synopsis because you don't know fucking Blade Runner go to hell. Okay. <laughs> um, but in the the thing is the uh, the Sean Young replicant yeah. who didn't know she was a replicant. Yeah. Also in the happy ending. Is the only replicant who doesn't... No, actually, old replicants in this did not have expiration dates. Yeah. Only the most modern, yeah. fancy ones the Nexus that might think they're people yeah, yeah, yeah. have their... It's literally fucking the most horrible torture in the world. Yeah, yeah. This universe is filled with monsters. Yeah. Okay? Okay? <laughs> but yeah, she has a four... They all have four-year extensions, yeah. except for she's yeah. a special one, which you only find out in the narration. Uh, he told me... Not in the movie anywhere. <laughs> that, right, that, that right. She's a special one without an expiration well, I, date. I get to bang this hottie forever. Well, <laughs> the idea of the of the narration was though was because um, a lot of people were confused of the movie, and and, and I'll, I'll go into a little bit about that. Here's so they, the thing. they that I watching it with the narration. I'm like, I can see certain things that the narration actually don't hurt sometimes. No, no, no. there are certain aspects. Yeah, because he. When he first meets the other, like, Blade Runner or cops or whatever the fuck they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. they speak complete nonsense gibberish. And he explains why. And he explains that it's just some type of, like, hokey language that yeah. has been, that's a mix of, like, English and I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't know that. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. that is cool. Yeah. And I guarantee if you didn't see this, you have no fucking idea what the fuck is going on with that. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah. All right. Well, let's go about the premise. If you yeah. don't know what Blade Runner is, uh, it takes place in the future 2019 Los Angeles. That's right. And uh, they and 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 there's numerous times people say, I was born in twenty seventeen and I'm like, I forgot when this took place. That is silly. Okay. <laughs> it is, it is. So um Deckard is uh Harrison Ford's character and he is a blade runner. What a blade runner is. So in this future there are these replicants that they made and they're they're kinda used to serve you know, they're androids to do labor and whatever, whatnot. But they're, it seems like it's what well, it used to be. What happened, yes. These are like assassin ones right. or something. Well, because what <laughs> happened is some of the replicants they're started... Some, some of them, well, some of the replicants, yeah, started to revolt. And so Blade Runners were developed to go and kind of take, you know, yeah. retire the replicants, which it's is, which is terminating the them. term Blade Runner and yeah. what that's supposed to mean, where it comes from. It just sounds fucking cool. It sounds cool. I'm a Blade Runner. <laughs> and I'm like... Do you have a knife? No? Okay, whatever. <laughs> Are you running with a blade? What's going on? No, no. So, but that, so he's a, an ex-Blade Runner. He's he's kind of retired or whatever, yeah. not doing anything. And he gets brought out of retirement. Not X very long. No, no, no. Because these, uh, he gets brought in because um, these four replicants are... Are, uh, and they're kind of their Nexus 6, those new models. So they are stronger and they are more defiant. It and makes so, somewhat sense, at yeah. least, that he's supposed to take out them because they are attempting to kill people. Oh, absolutely. But later on, he's informed he has to also kill the Sean Young one. And I'm like, yeah, she's not killing anybody. Right, just but that's the li- thing. Just let her live until she croaks in a couple of years. Right, right, okay? right. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, so he was a Blade So he's a blade Runner doing that. 
And um, so he is pretty much, it's, it's almost like kind of modeled after like your standard police procedural where you're going around like yes he's he's doing detective work he's going to the crime scenes he's looking at videos which actually even though it's kind of data technology it's kind of cool of him like it's cool he's like okay uh Zoom into this picture over here well, for my thirty. Yeah, boop, boop, that boop, was boop. that was cool. Except for if it had looked just slightly better, I'm like, <laughs> that at least makes sense. But I'm like, you can't keep zooming in forever, even now. Okay, all no, right. <laughs> now it's 2019. It's the future. You can do anything. You can zoom for eternity. I mean, actually, yeah, yeah, in like yeah, five yeah. years, you can use AI, and the AI will just like probably make up shit. Okay. Right. <laughs> but what? So the replicants? Yeah, they're they're killing. So they are killing people. Including, uh, they have uh, Rutger Hauer plays Roy Batty, and he's the leader of them. Yes. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to um, get a, they're trying to extend their life by talking to their leader. The Tyrell is the Tyrell Corporation, and they're trying to break into there to get there, and, and they they fail to attempt to do it. So now they're trying to use this one toy maker named Sebastian, who is um, he has contact with Tyrell, and so Daryl Hannah, who is one of the replicants, uh, pleasure model tries to uh, kind of seduce him and and yeah. try to get him in uh, to get buddy buddy with him so then she she will take him to Tyrell and Rutger yeah. Hauer as well. So that's kind of the the premise of the film and there's also Sean Young's character. So she is working at the Tyrell Corporation when um Harrison Ford goes to to chat with Tyrell to find out more about the replicants. But he's like, here, do this test. And they do this weird, like, retina scan test on replicants. And it usually takes, like... Is it the retina scan? It was a questions test. Right, right. But they have, like, a little yeah, thing where they're looking at too. the retina thing. And periodically, the eyes in this... Well, I think it's what that gives them away, I think. Yeah. So, in the I mean, test. In yeah, the test. But, I mean, also, sometimes in the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can see a replicant and their eyes reflect their light in which a is, weird camera anyway. Awesome. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know how they <laughs> fucking did that in 1982. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. Right, right, right. <laughs> And so anyway, actually, all, I would say 95% of the effects in this hold up oh, almost perfect. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, for sure. There's very seldomly where there's some no. rear screen shit, but that's about almost, it. Yeah. But, but even that looks better than it normally does. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, but so yeah, Sean Young, she is um, a replicant. She doesn't know she's a replicant. Yeah. And so the, she then, figures it out. Right, right, right. <laughs> so then she goes, but yeah, but she's curious. So somehow drawn to Deckard's character. It wasn't really that clear. To be That's honest. Because um, I know, apparently in this version, he's not a replicant. He's obviously a fucking replicant. <laughs> <laughs> he's right, right. obviously just so a it was. Yeah, it's kind of alluded to in the director's cut that he is. It's yeah. not. Well, like, it's when good. Rutger Hauer yeah. saves him in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obviously their only possible explanation <laughs> because he literally is a murdering monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, he saves him. Well, the and narration, he's like, he's like well, I don't like, know why gone. he saved my life. Yeah, and I'm blah, like, blah, blah, blah. I, I know why. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he doesn't kill replicants. But yeah, anyway, so that's what's going on there. And there's some kind of weird love thing going on with, with Deckard and Sean Young's character. And then there's also the other two replicants are Brian James, who plays Leon, and then Joanne Cassidy, who in our fourth appearance in the, in the, she was in The Late Show, she was in Club Paradise, and she was in The Package. So this is her fourth one, and she she's the one with the snake dancer. She's the with dancing with yeah, the Yeah, it's, it's really cool. That, that snake thing is actually like, I don't know if she was like, they used drugs to make her just not care, but I'm like, it's a fucking snake. You should be at least somewhat <laughs> concerned. That snake's be, fucking huge. It'd be fun to interview her to ask how and they That is it, the yeah. weird thing where then I can't afford a real snake, and I'm like, real snakes are more expensive than the 
the replicants. My guess, my guess is in the future maybe they're rare. They might be extinct. It's so four, that's four years ago, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, it's 2019. <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> um. So yeah. I, so watching this version. So like I said, I already I consider the uh, original Blade Runner uh, or, or the Blade Runner that I have seen a masterpiece. It's really good. Yeah. Um. You know, watching this, like, so because I've seen the other one, some of their narration did bother me once in a while because what the what the version that i have seen that that people are known to have seen now kind of the final cut version it's very meditative it has this kind of droney like feel to it it's a, it has a weird vibe and the narration breaks that up yeah it actually because that's the stuff that i had heard so much is right oh it's it can be somewhat of a slog and i'm like oh it wasn't a slog but mostly because i i actually don't hate the idea of the narrative i don't hate the idea either i some of the writing's not good yeah, it's not good it, and it but a lot of it is the first time i hear it was literally where he explained the language stuff and i'm like oh, oh that's cool right and i'm like if if there had been more stuff that like told yeah. me about the history and stuff it also kind of cool. fit because it kind of gave this kind of futuristic film noir feel yeah. to it like it was it was saturday night it was a rainy night blah 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 you know yeah. it's like it seems like that. early on he doesn't seem to be as weird by the end there's like a good 40 minutes where he doesn't do any narration yeah, i would say and the then narration right the end, is I'm like i i do i almost got a feeling for that final narration yeah. when he said the freaking yeah. hokey bullshit i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. boy he really fucking hates this now yeah he, this they he, oh he, he hated he, doing he, this he read this yeah he read that bullshit at the end and goes this is fucking stupid. So it was, he denies this, but it was rumored that he tanked the reading so that he'll, hopefully they wouldn't use it. Oh, okay. Um, he denies that, but, That's but I wanted to continue to have millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so with that being said, still seeing that in the theater, still seeing the narration now. Okay. Here's the ending. So the ending in this one, it's, he goes to get Sean Young and they leave and then they go out like the they they're leave. driving away. I right, well, guess, in well, one of their weird well, they go into the elevator. Well, he finds that Tesla's. Well, he finds that origami <laughs> that the other guy made. Yes, and then he walks into the elevator. That's where it ends in the final cut. Yes, it ends right there. Well, it, that, here's the thing. In this, I knew about the origami because yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. the future. Right, right, okay? right. Okay, so I know about all that <laughs> shit. But actually, I also knew that. The origami has plays a different role in different versions yeah. of this movie. Yes. In this, it literally is just informing him yeah. that his buddy, other other Blade Runner, yeah, yeah, yeah. had been here Edward J. and then didn't yeah, kill him. Yeah. Didn't kill her. Yeah. Okay? But in actuality, in this movie, when I picked when I saw it, I would go like, if this was if I didn't know any of that, yeah. I would think that the other one's around here. Yeah. And this is just telling him. You might want to duck because I'm going to fucking blow her head off. Right. Okay. Right. That's all. That's what I would have thought originally. Right. But I'm well, like, I but I also know I knew about the hokey bullshit ending. So I'm like, right. well, maybe he kills his thing. Nope. So, yeah. Left. So the so narration says now what happens, he didn't kill her. After they get out of the elevator, they, they're driving off and it's like, finally you get to see like sunny skies and it's like green pasture around them or whatever. Yeah. And he just just says like oh you know i and the narration says something like oh i'm you know uh, i don't know how long we have together but uh who does and then that's kind of the end of the movie yeah so it's not that much different really i didn't it didn't it's bother a very me as happy much. ending yeah and it is somewhat of a cop-out but it also is. it is i mean they it feel like they could have still had the happy ending if they had just written it yeah somewhat better and said at some point in the movie, that the expiration date was only on the aggressive models and not the hot ones you want to fuck. Okay? <laughs> so 
I feel like the, if I would have seen this my first time, I don't think any of that stuff would have bothered me. I still would have That's, loved it. I, I, I definitely know there are a lot of people that this was the first time they saw it, and they said, That's fucking amazing. And yeah. then they saw the other ones, and I'm like, It's still amazing, but. I fell in love with it with the narration. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have no problem with fucking narration. Well, I, I didn't have a problem. And I, w- you know, I wouldn't object to watching it again. I prefer the final cut, but I wouldn't object to watching it again. I didn't think it ruined anything for me. So no, let's talk I a little bit. It was still a fantastic movie. Okay, so you, you like I, it. A lot. I yeah, still yeah. thought it was. Oh, it's, it's so good. So yeah. I'm going to talk about. So Harrison Ford, really good in the movie. Yeah. He's, he's really good. To, obviously, he's coming right off of Han Solo and. And Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, this was it's his a next very movie. different thing. Oh, absolutely. When does he do Witness? Which um, is the only time he was nominated. Later. Three okay. years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's also a different thing from all these other ones. Yeah. Well, it's, it's similar to this in some ways, I guess. I think he? so. Because he's like FBI or but something. Yeah. And but he's he not the most likable stuff. character either in this movie. There's that scene when he, like, grabs Sean Young and you're like, he's like, kiss me. And that got <laughs> a little weird. It got a little weird. <laughs> but I don't but think you're supposed to like him either. But... I think this is a world where you're just supposed to assume replicants do what you fucking tell them to do. Yeah. They're not people. Right. It's 100% right, right. replicants aren't real. Yes. Even though they're pretty fucking real. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> For sure. Um, the opening scene, I love. Um, so I'm a big Brian James fan. Brian James, he has a really weird look to him. That's Leon. So he's the guy that when he's doing the test, he's like... What do you what do you mean? What do you what do you mean the turtle? What's a tortoise? And then he's getting all upset yeah. about it. And then he, when he shoots the guy, you're like, holy he's shit! Cool. No, I love Brian James. He's a great. That was character the opening. Actor. That's the opening of the movie. Yeah, where yeah, he's, yeah. He's taking his. They're testing him to see if he's a replicant. But I'm like, also, isn't he from like another planet <laughs> and stuff? Yeah, I wasn't sure. All I, this stuff. I wasn't sure exactly what that was. And that was not. They didn't really use the the eye no. thing at all. It was literally just like a verbal test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll take like 30 questions. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And the, obviously, all of the, the world building in this is what really makes yes. this good. Because yes. the movie takes its time to just show you just uh, shots of just the city, which kind of, you know, it looks like it's a lot of like Chinatownish kind of yeah, it's things definitely going on. future Chinatown yeah, yeah. kind of thing. And they're all the cars fly. Yeah, it's Back to Future Part Two to a degree. Right, right, right. Except for in New York. Yeah. Except for you know suburb L.A. or whatever. The right, right, right. Happened. Well, this is L.A. too, but oh, yeah, well, okay, but but more of the big city, right? But than what, wherever this Back is... to the Future, which is like a small. Town, and obviously, this has influenced so many films, like like Fifth Element, even to a degree in Star Wars: Attack of the Clones. When you look at Coruscant, it's there's a little bit of Blade Runner. Yeah, in there, oh yeah. You know? there I mean, is. there's absolutely this. Uh, um, it's I think uh, Douglas uh, Trumbull um, did the um, the visual effects, and he is so good, and he did such a good job with it. And he was he was a special effects designer. He did a lot of different special effects. He did Silent Running. With Bruce Stern, um, and then he also did um, Brainstorm with Christopher. Okay, those all have good. Those are uh, Brainstorm. They try to do. Isn't there more like computer screen shit in that? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're like, hmm. (laughs) I actually haven't seen Brainstorm, so I I need to. I'm just sort of remembering certain aspects. But um. Anyways, yeah, I think it's good. Sean Young's fine. I'm not the biggest Sean Young fan. Yeah, but I, that's. I, I, here's the thing. I remember like a Siskel and Ebert episode yeah. where they did a whole thing about how much they love Sean Young, and they kept showing clips, and I'm like, she sucked in that. I don't understand. Why are you <laughs> showing fine these in clips? This. She's okay, but she's also, I think she's trying to be an yeah. unemotional replicant yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it works. But um, then I watch other movies, and I'm like, she replicated in this, too? What's going on? Rutger Hauer's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's really good. And in he's this not movie. an unemotional replicant. Oh. So I'm like, 
Why can't they give Just John Young some the Oscars? stuff he did, he's so iconic. And the scene when he when he goes in and he and, uh, talks to James Hong and he's like questions. You know, yeah, he's, just... he's over. He is very over the top. <laughs> he's, but he's awesome. But he's also he knows for a fact I'm not the good guy in this. No, he knows. Although he's not the bad guy. He's just a guy who's mad. He's he was, a very angry. He's person. kind of like almost forced to be bad or whatever. Oh, but um, that scene when he kills Tyrell and he when he's like ah, and he's like yeah, takes oh, his head. And you're cool. like holy shit, it really um, is nifty. And, Darryl, it, it, and it comes and it just yeah, happens. Yeah, and you're like oh shit. I think Daryl Hannah's awesome and her she iconic is, makeup this, with the. Had she done Splash yet? No, this is two years before Splash. So this is like where she came from. This is one of the yeah she 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 had small bit roles in other films. This was like was her really major good one. Yeah, and it, the fact that she did Splash later means also they didn't just assume she was typecast for this type of thing. Oh, she's awesome because she went complete innocence in that. In this, no, she is dark. Oh, when she's like she doing get, like the, yeah. she's doing all the acrobatics. Yeah. Obviously, her stunt double is. Well, there's but... a couple of times where it wasn't. <laughs> you right, can right, tell right. that she at least did some version yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like fuck. And she's doing these flips and stuff, and then when he shoots her, and she does that, ah, she starts like yeah, convulsing. What the fuck? It's that so was crazy. crazy. Yeah, that was really so crazy. Good. And that's when you start thinking, oh, they aren't just like yeah. weird people. They are machines. Yeah. That, at that point, it can help you go like, so oh, they're just fucking creepy. Machines. This is Kill directed. This is directed by Ridley <laughs> Scott. This is his third film. His first film I've never seen is The Duelists. Um, and, but yeah, but his second, we, okay. I would love to watch that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it's Harvey Cattell and I, Keith Carradine. I, I yeah. haven't seen it, but I know. About yeah. the duels in it are supposed right. to be the most amazing now, thing in the world. Now, Alien is Alien. a fucking awesome movie. The, it's really but that's good. that's the weird thing about that. Yeah. The only reason we really know Ridley Scott, not from the duelist. Duelist, I think, yeah, yeah. okay, but it wasn't yeah, yeah. the reason he's it was Alien. It's Alien. Yeah. And Alien had shit tons of studio yeah. manipulation. Yeah. And somehow, it came through that yeah. and got really good. Yeah. And it this got one, fucking amazing. As yeah, and then fact. he followed that up with this movie. And those, that's a great one-two punch in Hollywood history, yeah. I think, is Alien yeah. and Blade well, Runner. Well, this is I like mean, years later, though. Uh, three years. Three years, Three yeah. years later. Yeah. So this was next film, and it's so good. Now, I was reading some of the behind-the-scenes. Harrison Ford and Ridley Scott did not get along. Neither of them have had uh, good memories about making the film. They they are now proud of the film, and they now respect each other and said that because they're not mad at each other anymore. They but don't during... work, I don't think they've ever worked together. No, they never worked together again, I don't think. No. No, I'm trying to think. Other than you know, anytime Ridley's done like a sequel is the only time he's worked with the same people, I think, right? I can't think of anything. Yeah, I don't know. whatever (laughs) anyways yeah so i i I think this is a fantastic movie like i said the world building is great like even like just the little things like the toy room where like with sebastian made us toys and get the creepy guy with the long nose i had no recollection that was so fucking creepy because i haven't seen this like yeah yeah, yeah. i'm like what the fuck that's That's when you also can find out replicants are just i guess organic machines yeah i guess so yeah. it's like okay they're different and <laughs> what's neat about this so it's and a lot of people i know when it came out, a lot of people criticized it and i even talked to some of my friends now that are that i think a lot of people respect blade runner more than they actually enjoy because a lot of people are complaining that it's a little slow and that's, i think watch the narration it wasn't that slow <laughs> but that, why even like it without because i like i like how meditative it is but i really like just how I like the slow pacing of it. I dig it. I yeah. I really dig the vibe of it. And there's action in it, but I wouldn't call it necessarily an action movie. I mean, last episode we recorded. He just pretty much shoots people. He doesn't. There's not really no action. It goes bang bang. He shoots them. Yeah. Um, well, well, that scene when Brian James. Them. When he chases Bro- them sometimes. There's like a big chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, that's a very. Or he's act- chasing with John, John, yeah. Joanna Cassidy, that's and then Brian James thing. shows up and he fights him, and then yeah. he's about. That happens to- like right afterward. And I'm he's like- about to die, yeah. and then boom, he gets shot in the head, which that looked fucking. That crazy. was very was like- also very film noir. That was the pretty that cool. happened. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is very film noir. Yeah. It just 
apparently other versions don't have the narration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think it's still, uh, even watching it back then, I'm like, I don't care that it has all the shit and it. it's a masterpiece. I still don't care. So it's still four stars for me. I don't know what you're I'm going three and a half. Three and a half. It's fair. still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still weird. It's still this version of it where he saves Deckard in yeah. the end. Yeah. And there is literally no explanation. And the movie says, oh, we don't have an explanation for why this happened. And I'm like, okay. Time to try. die. That chase, <laughs> That though, time to die yeah, yeah. sign is, line is one of the best. But the but the way, that whole like 15 minute chase between him, whoa, him and uh, uh, Batty, Roy Batty, like, Oh yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, it's actually uh, it's so good. Really, and then really good. And then when he breaks his fingers, you're like, yeah, holy shit! That's actually, <laughs> which is another thing where I'm like, he's just a fucking replicant because right. you, you break your fingers, well, your then, hand's a useless turd. Well, then that. Rutger Howard's gonna die, and he's like, not yet. And he puts like a nail through his hand. You're like, yeah, oh, it's shit. crazy. It's bonkers. <laughs> and uh, sorry to go back and keep talking about this movie, but Harrison Ford is really good in the movie. He even does little things in the movie. Like uh, when he's talking to Joanna Cassidy, he's trying to pretend to be someone else. He's like, "Hey," and he comes and he has that like nerdy voice. He's like, "Hey, I'm with uh, the, oh, yeah. the, the 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 abuse." It's called, the, he can act. Yeah, yeah, weird, yeah. Huh? It was pretty good, <laughs> but it also reminded. Yeah, come let me in. I'm, I'm yeah. Well, that part also reminded me of there's a movie called The Big Sleep with Humphrey Bogart, and there's a and he is a private investigator, and he's using his you know oh he does a nerdy voice to pretend to be someone else, and oh, so okay. I'm like oh it kind of reminded me of that a little bit so. More than just the narration, it does have a very film noir type feel yeah, to the movie. It does. So, yes, I still think that's why I'm actually not mad yeah. at the narration. Right. I'm more mad at the hokey bullshit ending. It's more yeah. The yeah, narration yeah. itself is fine, actually. Right. I think it could have been done better if it was handled like written better. Yeah, if it was written better and yeah, there's yeah. certain parts of it that aren't written perfect. No. But I don't hate the idea of it. The I don't idea, hate the of, idea it's of it. Fine. No. Um, okay, so yeah, masterpiece, I really like it, so and you really liked it too, really, I really entertaining really did. movie. It's not for everybody's taste, but I, I Let's still... Let's talk about I a movie that's not as good, good Austin. <laughs> Grease 2! What? Not, not as good you as like this movie? movie? Oh my god! Three and a half stars, Austin! Let's go! You're gonna fucking give it heist remarks. I'm not giving it three and a half! Okay, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm gonna... I'm darn, it isn't all negative, okay? Okay, so Grease 2, so yeah, this is supposedly, like, one of the worst films that came nah, out in the 80s, too. it's not one of the worst. And you, you go watch more movies, and morons. I'm like, well, I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to see it because... You know, I like musicals, and I want—I just want to see what it's like. So, how do you feel about the original Grease? It's not my favorite. I it's think not, it's fine. I—I I, I mean, I guess I. Because you like musicals, it. yeah. I, I liked it. Um, it definitely has some issues at the end. Okay, yeah. where she changes her whole self for her actually not very likable boyfriend. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, whatever. In this similar but actually gender flipped and not nearly as stupid and creepy. Yeah, he yeah. changes himself because he's got a crush on her. Yeah, and also. She kind of likes both versions. Yeah. So in actuality, it's not that terrible. <laughs> but boy, some of the songs in this are real shitty. <laughs> real shitty. So I, the I, first song is really fucking good. Agreed. God agreed. damn, is that opening song? I'm like, what the? This so, movie's supposed to suck? I this think, movie's fucking awesome. That's exactly what I thought. So the movie starts <laughs> off, right? Well, it starts off with, you see, like, the principal from the first movie. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. the same actress. There's, and, like, three people right, in right, this right. that were in the first movie. Right, right. And they're putting, <laughs> and they're putting up the, the flag or whatever. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then you see the bus show up, right? 
And then the music starts. Michelle Pfeiffer gets off the bus and she starts snapping her fingers. And I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, here we go. Yeah. It's musical time. <laughs> I like the energy of the well, first, that but first the, musical but number. The, the first song is sung actually by the four tops. Right, 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 right. Which is why it's the best. Actually, there's a lot of stuff in here where the voices are fine. Yeah. Because um, obviously, Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer's not singing that song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but I was really impressed with the energy of the film i was like holy There's shit a lot of there is like and the choreography the dance choreography is really good in this movie i think it is actually. it's really good and it was directed by really pipe me up but i'm actually i can give this bad review on my patricia birch directed the film this is her only film as a director she was a choreographer she choreographed the dance numbers in greece okay she, they made her a choreographer and i think she did a pretty good job directing the film i think well, let's go in the premise. Okay, so... <laughs> the premise is they bowl a lot. So it's in, <laughs> in 1961, yeah. So, it's yeah, it's kind of a role reversal. You have to show the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies. The yeah, T-Birds... Yeah, them, yep. Right. They're all different people, except for right. Frenchie, who's sort of a Pink Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is never around when the other Pink Ladies are around. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, and she... Uh, I always forget the character's name. Yeah, Stephanie. She's the leader of the Pink Ladies. And she was kind of dating the leader of the T-Birds, played by Adrian Zemed, who I know from Bash uh, Tom Panks' best friend at Bachelor Party. So yeah, I'm like, I think oh, dude, I know Adrian Zemed. Yeah. I don't know. Um, also, as one of the T-Birds, Christopher McDonald, Shooter McGavin. Yeah, Shooter McGavin. The moment I saw him, like, four stars, Shooter McGavin's in this. This is third, because he was an outrageous fortune yeah. and break-in already. Yeah, so this right. is his third Christopher it's, McDonald we've had, film. We've, had, we've, we've done, like, half his film career on this <laughs> fucking podcast. It's crazy. Right, right, right. And so, but anyways um so there's kind of like a conflict of that because adrian zamed still wants johnny still wants to be with uh stephanie and she's just like i don't care anymore well there's a new kid in town and it's sandy's who is olivia newton john's cousin yes yes so she's the maxwell caulfield plays michael he might be yeah. Frenchie is the only person who ever references anything that ever right. happened in the No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are some faculty members, but they never mentioned yeah, since that Caesar's anything still in it. happened yeah, yeah, or anything. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, he is, but he's kind of like Sandy in that movie where she was, he was like goody two-shoes or whatever. He dresses proper, whatever. He's And he's British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sandy well, was British. Australian. Oh, you're right. That's weird. <laughs> or maybe he's just a maybe. Well, I didn't say British exchange student. Anyways, I mean, so, maybe she was played by Australian. Was she supposed to be British? I don't movie? know. I can't remember. Was, <laughs> but, yeah, it's been a while. Um. Anyways, Michael, but he obviously likes Michelle Pfeiffer, and he's just like, how do how do I how do I do this? So he. Like oh she likes well in a song she tells him what she what he what she likes yeah which is that song is actually pretty cool except for it's not sung by Michelle Pfeiffer no <laughs> so how you felt about the songs in Mame you're like these are shitty songs but I still love it that's kind of how I felt about this movie uh, understandable this is my Mame oh good good for you I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna shit on this nearly as much as you shit on Mame okay. no because I hated Mame <laughs> yeah. no no so um but yeah so it goes with that and then it all leads to a talent show so it didn't really. I feel like it's almost less of a plot in this movie than there is in the first place. Well, the first one also still has all this side shit that yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. It has beauty school dropout, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is just Frenchie's uh, thing that happens yeah, to her right. and is referenced to right. this. We okay. also got Connie Stevens who plays like the hot teacher. Yes. Yeah, yeah she, I love But they, they sexy her up even right. more in this. Well, she was originally... All the, all the students would love to bang her. Well, Connie, and then another teacher shows up. Yeah, Tap Tap Hunter. And she yeah, wants yeah. to bang him. Now, Connie Stevens, <laughs> she was, originally was supposed to be Annette Funicello. 
but she oh. couldn't do it because she couldn't get out of her Skippy contract because she was doing the Skippy peanut butter commercials. That takes like a fucking day to do. What are you talking anyway, about? Anyway, she couldn't do it. So they got Connie Stevens, who's also in some of those beach movies with Annette. Yeah, so okay. It's kind of funny. Um, Eddie Deason as the nerd is back, but he just kind of, you see him once in a while. Which is weird. He was kind of the nerd in Greece that they all made fun of. Yeah. Which I couldn't remember. I saw him in this, and I'm like, was he in Greece? Yeah, he was. He was only in the first half hour of this. <laughs> right, I right. never see him again. Right. I think he got killed by the T-Birds. Right. Oh, <laughs> so anyways, um, well, Michael Caulfield, he pretends to be this mystery rider, biker guy. Or yeah. Whatever. And he actually, he looks, he looks real good in that in that, out, in that <laughs> yeah, thing, yeah, biking yeah. around. And I'm like, dude, yeah. that guy is going to get all the girls. <laughs> yeah, he's a hottie. So... Anyways, Maxwell Caulfield um, is so Michelle Pfeiffer likes him like yeah. that, and but and then uh, but then you're gonna f- eventually it's gonna happen where she's gonna find out who it is, and he, and he well, and she not does. until right at the end. No, it's right at the very end. It's very. But end. it goes. It's not like a plot that where she right. finds out and then she has to like right. fight it in her head. Or but it all goes. Like it, but it all goes to this um, uh, talent show and kind of with that. Yeah. And then there's a musical and number at the end. And that ends, talent and then show they was like a each other. very accurate high school talent show <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff going on. I'm like. Wow, it's so, this garbage. <laughs> yeah, the when the when like you said, when that first musical number hits, I was like, holy shit, is this yeah. is this actually good? And it's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a much more school wide thing yeah. than in anything in Greece. Yeah. Well, I guess in Greece there's the school dance. Yeah. But that's a school dance. This is dance. a bigger budget. This is than... a Broadway main event oh, musical yeah. production in the beginning. And this is a bigger budget, and it was also shot. Like, because Greece wasn't shot super wide. This is shot super wide screen, yeah. two, three, five aspect ratio, and it looks great. It does. Um, look good. So, but yeah, the first musical number, I'm like, is this gonna be fucking awesome? And then as it went on, I'm like, okay, it's fine. I still like it. I, I it, like some it, of them. It is. It is. It does have the problem of when the first thing you see is the best thing. Yeah. You're like, yep. Uh, maybe not the best idea. Okay. But <laughs> maybe Andrew movie on the best stuff. Some of the songs. <laughs> some of the songs are better than others, but I. But even the bad ones, I like. I really like the reproductive sex education number. Really? That was hilarious. I thought it was hilariously in the fact that it was real dumb. No, it was no. That's why I like it. It was stupid. I'm like, what? Like real stupid. Reproduction. (laughs) That's when that's when Trudy McGavin has some singing. Yeah, yeah. Where it's I'm like, not him singing. Nobody in this thing is singing with a real voice. Okay. No, so I think that I think this movie kind of gets a bad rap. I think it's choreographed really well. I think the musical numbers are fun. The energy is high. I was reading a review of Roger Ebert. He gave it like a two out of four stars saying, There's, this movie... I, I'm going to tell you, that's relatively accurate to what I'm going to give. Well, he goes, okay. this movie has no energy. I'm like, I disagree. It's all energy. It is. To, to a hokey degree. And okay. I think I think Michelle Pfeiffer... So this... This was. She never went on to do musicals for obvious no, reasons. No, 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 no. Because she can't sing. But, but you know what? She can do the the snap finger snapping. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought she was really good in the movie. I yeah. really like. Well, they... this is like her first like first big role. role. Yeah, her next movie was Scarface. Oh wow! Sc- with Al Pacino. Real, what a different movie. So, Max <laughs> Maxwell Caulfield, on the other hand, he has a different uh, experience about what happened to him. When I was reading about that, he He's says, the, uh, British guy. Okay. Yeah. He blamed this film cause he had all these stuff lined up to do. And as yeah. soon as this film flopped, he lost all of it and he couldn't find, he was having a really hard time struggling wow. to find the work. So he did not have a career. He isn't this. horrible. Yeah, but I but he's not Michelle Pfeiffer either. No, like, she's fantastic Pfeiffer. in the film. Yeah, the fact that Michelle Pfeiffer can go on and have a career, why wouldn't he have a career? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fantastically good looking dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all I really got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's fine. He didn't blow my socks up with the act. I'm not even gay or anything, but that dude's fine. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You know, I 
like um, I, but I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was it was it was a lot more fun than I I was going like okay, let's see how bad this is. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like this movie, so I'm I'm at a three on it. I, I'm going I, two and a half. Okay, it's not like it's not the shittiest thing in the world. It's not the I'm best thing in the world. I thought it's you would like it more because you liked Mame. I this isn't Mame. You can't <laughs> compare this with the beauty that is Mame. Mame is. A million times worse than this, which makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Don't you understand that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it works. You give that a three it and a half. Looped, <laughs> it looped back around. But I gave Wild Thing three and a half. Yeah, Austin, yeah And that is unwatchable yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, but the first half hour of this film, I'm like, is this a three and a half? But then as it went on, I'm like, okay, it's not as good as I, it. I will admit, a little the long. first number, I'm like. If they can keep any of this up, I'm going to live the hell out of it. <laughs> and then halfway through, I'm like, they did not keep any of that up. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. there's the weird song in the uh, bomb shelter where I'm like torn. Because oh. that song is cool, but the dude is literally trying to rape her chick. Yeah, and I'm like, absolutely. I, uh, no, uh, my brain. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty good. But, but it was also funny because she didn't realize what he was saying. No, no, no. She thought he was going to join the army or something. Yeah. And he was like, no, we're going to do this for our country. Because he was trying to act like we need to repopulate repopulate the earth <laughs> because we're in a bomb shelter and now bombs have all gone off. Please fuck me. <laughs> no, she was like, "Oh, you're gonna go out there and kill all those commies." That's basically what she was saying. So yeah, Grease Two. It's not as bad as as the. But nothing's as bad as people say this is. No, they say this is gonna make your eyes bleed. It's no, so shitty. I thought it was a lot of fun. Okay, uh, the border. So Jack Nicholson in the border. Uh, the directed by Tony Richardson, who won, uh, he made a Best Picture winner in, with Tom Jones in 1963. I think he passed away in the early 90s, Tony Richardson. Anyway, okay. Yeah. This one, I saw this like 25 years ago. Oh, you, had, 30 seen, years. you had seen this I one. saw this. Okay. I, I worked, when I worked at Hollywood Video, I was like, what's this? Jack Nicholson, The Border. I never even yeah, heard of it. The cover. I, here's the thing. The poster, if you don't take a good look at it, you don't know who the fuck that is. No. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you didn't know who... I didn't tell you who was in oh, this I movie. I found out, though. Okay, you I didn't found, find out who was in it. I accidentally through okay. accident I found out. Because there is this poster, and his name is on the poster. Yeah, 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 okay? yeah. yeah. Okay? It's, it's still sneak in the there. first name on the poster. Right, 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 Okay? Right. So I'm like, that must be Jack. <laughs> okay, Jack Nicholson. There he is. Yeah. So this is about uh, border cops. Yeah, border, border patrol. Border patrol, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jack Nicholson plays Charlie, and he is kind of unhappy, and his wife's kind of unhappy, and she's like, let's move... My friend has this like duplex we can move in right next to them, and you can get a job with him at doing uh, yeah. the border stuff. They're living in a trailer. Yep, they're living in a trailer. She She's... doesn't want to live in no, a trailer. No, She wants to buy waterbeds and sofas and pools. A... Show up one day, and somehow there's a new pool that's been installed. And I'm like, <laughs> did you leave for a month? What happened? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but she, so she wants the good life or whatever, the typical whatever. She wants to spend money on credit that she seems to think we don't have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. literally says that at one point. No, yeah. I just bought it with credit. And I'm like, does she not understand how credit works? <laughs> yeah. Now I know why you're poor. She, okay? she might not. She might not. <laughs> and Jack Nicholson, so he, he doesn't really like his job. He's just going through the motions. You know, so it's kind of about human smuggling. And he, they seem to be like, every time they like bust people, it seems to be the same people over and over again because they get busted and they go back and then they, oh, they're got to bust yeah. them again. But they even kind of say it. Yeah. There's even a couple of times where people get off of a bus and they just don't bother running them whatever. We'll they'll get them next time. Yeah, they'll yeah, exactly. Back tomorrow. Yep. Okay. Now, Harvey... Some of them literally seem to do it yeah. just to go to work. 
Yeah. And then they go back home, and then they have to break in again to go back to work. Yeah. I'm like, you know, work pieces are things, okay? <laughs> Harvey Cattell plays his neighbor, and he's, I guess, the villain of the movie? He's very much the villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, is yeah, yeah. the... He's the dirty one. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. one of the many, many dirty versions. Yeah, and War- okay. Warren Oates is the other one. Warren Oates plays the superior, the boss guy. Yes. Yeah, he's red, and Harvey Cattell's cat. Um, Valerie Perrine plays Marcy. That's uh, Jack Nicholson's wife. Now, she, I'm, you know her from Superman. She's Miss Tessmacher! That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's it, really, actually. Oh, I like I like her as an actor. Yeah, she's I, like, awesome. I like her yeah. fine. No, I like her. I, 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 I always love Tessmacher because she's just fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's never even merged into the comics as far as I know. Oh, no. I don't That's think just the ever, movie? Because it was just a movie thing. <laughs> now, this is a slow kind of burn movie. So it's, it, but, and it's, and it's kind of a character study where you kind of, it kind of has something to say about like society and, yeah. and, and what, what it is about like the, the original married life or whatever, traditional married life. I think it has some filmmaking problems and writing problems. It has some, it has because a little bit of writing boy, problems. do they not know how to like transition or anything. Yep, 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 it's yep. just I like, think so. what, how much longer is it? They never, they, it's, I, every time I would move from him being an angry and then he'd be at work and then he'd go back yeah, home yeah, yeah. and he would be angry for no reason. Right. But it does. But when I'm even that's what I'm saying. Sounds like it makes sense. It doesn't make a dumb yeah, sense yeah, yeah. in this movie. Okay. Well, the, so there's also kind of a subplot going on. One of the major plots of the film is Maria is um she is a um a Mexican who's constantly going back and forth of the border. But she has a kid. Yeah. And the, the opening She's got a son, I think. Yeah, the opening yeah. has that Although weird like earthquake son. in it's the beginning. It's an infant son. Oh yeah, yeah. Has that weird earthquake in the beginning. Too, yeah, which is weird. That is a weird that doesn't do anything. <laughs> no, yeah, and I do not understand what that is. I've forgotten about that till now, <laughs> and because it, it plays no role in the right. movie. <laughs> well, the person that plays Maria is El. I'm gonna butcher the name. I apologize. Is El Elpedia Carrillo? Okay. Um, she's got Wikipedia link, so she must have other. Oh no, and stuff. I know her from the only female in Predator. That's the girl and Pre- oh, lady in Predator. Do you wait, remember when they find? But she's like Asian in that. But she's playing Asian. Is she playing Asian? That's like no, Vietnam. Really, no, no, they went to a South. No, a South American. Was it? Yeah. It was. Oh my man, I'm edit that out, Austin. <laughs> edit my horrible racism out of the episode. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think she's really good in this movie. Oh, she is really good. She's in this really movie. good in this. Similar movie. to what is that? Uh, what is that? Uh, the Jamie, the uh, Michael J. Fox one. Oh, Casualties of War. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was really good. I also oh, yeah. never spoke a word of English. Okay? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. She's really good in this movie. One time when Jack Nicholson's like kind of looking around the border or whatever, and he sees her, and they kind of have a little bit of an exchange. He's... At that point, I was wondering, does he? I thought they were going to have an affair or something. No. No? He just... Like... I actually really like that about his character in this yeah, movie. Yeah, actually. Because he, he easily it... could have had an, an affair with her. And he chooses. Yeah, that's to. right. That's right. At one point, she well, it wouldn't have been an affair. He, she thought she was paying him something. Right, and he's like, okay. "No, no, I don't want. No, that's I, not what I'm here for." Which he could have taken advantage. Oh, of he could. He didn't. He could have. So he it kind of it could've. says something a little bit about yeah. his character, a little bit. But then you find out. So her baby gets taken. Yes. By this other skeevy guy that works with Harry Cattell. and he's like going to sell the baby. Yeah. To rich Americans. Yes. He's what did it? What? Did, how much did he say? Twenty five thousand. Like Twenty five k. I'll yeah, split yeah, it yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the and end, he says. So that. Jack Nicholson finds this out. He doesn't end up out. getting any of that money because he's dead. Right. <laughs> Jack Nicholson finds this out, and he's and Harvey Cattell's involved with this. Warren Oates is involved with this, and so Jack Nicholson finds this out, and he doesn't want part of it. And he Harvey Cattell's trying to get him on the take, and there's a great line and a great Jack Nicholson moment when he's just like, "This fucking line, I do not cross. Yeah. This line." And like, he like makes a line with his foot. <laughs> that line. I love it. That was it, awesome. was, it was good. I love Jack thing. Nicholson. And that's the best part about Jack. Yeah. 
If he's angry, you fucking know he's angry, <laughs> and he's going to be right. Well, I, and even I, if he's wrong, he's, what? So it feels like he's mostly right. this is an <laughs> un- understated performance, which I think yeah. is pretty good. I really yeah. like him in the movie, and I really like like he's really good in the movie. Even the scenes when with his wife when he first comes home and he sees that waterbed, he's like, "How much of this fucking thing?" Uh, costs? I, I'll tell you how much it was because in my notes, fifteen hundred eighty-five dollars. <laughs> that's right, because they had the had the tag on the on it. Yeah, that's when he saw that later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, saw yeah. that when he was lying in the bed. <laughs> And then the next time he goes home, we don't know how long that is because this movie's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, there's the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he, he also has he new falls furniture that moved in. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. brought in a whole bunch of furniture. Well, she wanted to leave the plastic I did like that scene. I did like that scene because like, then he's just so like, hillbilly with he money. goes, no more, no more. And that means no more. It doesn't mean uh, more, more, more. It means no I think, more. <laughs> I think this is nowhere near the first time he has said no more. <laughs> but this is the time where he finally says, <laughs> no is this, that's the time he hits her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I'm like, I'm not for, but I also understand he's super angry. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, unlike yeah, yeah. in um, Internal Affairs. Oh, Internal Affairs. Internal Affairs. Oh, Raider, yeah. that, he was mad for like a half hour. Yeah, okay? yeah. And this, he's been mad for like months. Well, okay? wait, what's great? And yeah. she just keeps fucking doing it. And he doesn't like beat her. No, 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 no. He just no, smacks he, her once. Yeah, right. But what's what's neat? Well, his performance because his character—it's it's a. Sinner. I'm not defending hitting her. No, no, okay? no, no, please, no, 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 no. Please, people, do not cancel me. Well, well <laughs> what I think about this film is that we're not supposed to like him. We're seeing a flawed character. Oh yeah, That's what yeah. We're he's doing. not. It doesn't bother he's, me. He has. He's an onion. Yeah, yeah. Layers. No, I think it's a really understated performance. I think it's really good. I think some some of the violence is really shocking in this movie. It's real, oh, like the, when that guy the, gets the, shot. That right at the end, the dude accidentally kills himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they show it. His so their head like. Explodes. So there's a there's a there's a shootout. Jack Nicholson kind of nicks him, like shoots him in the leg or something, and then the guy falls down with a shotgun, and the shotgun goes off and blows his own yeah. head off. And I'm and like, I, oh, I was watching, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, that is not what I expected in this movie. <laughs> I know I had to shush you in the theater, and people are like, well, looking and at then us, so. Harvey Keitel gets killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a very cool way. That too. was awesome. Okay, so there, there's a shootout <laughs> at the end of the movie because they're trying to take down Jack Nicholson because they're th- they're thinking Jack Nicholson is going to tell. I mean, he's going to tell everyone. Well, what they're he's doing. found the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going to bring the baby back to the actual right. baby's mother. And they don't want to, you know, go to jail, so they're trying to kill Jack Nicholson. So that's yeah. what, what's, that's what's the, the deal. That's the big movie. shootout that happened. Yeah. And Jack's a good guy in this movie, so he Harvey, Keitel, <laughs> Harvey Keitel is like underneath. It's a big truck of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Like kind a, of... It's a dirt mover of yeah, yeah, yeah. it's big and so he's with underneath really the, big tires and instead of shooting harvey Cattell, he shoots the tire which makes makes the, which deflate the air is coming out of it and makes the truck squish harvey Cattell. Yeah, and harvey Cattell's laying on his back and it hits him in the chest yeah and it's just like oh yeah, my yeah, god yeah, yeah. yeah he doesn't die like instantly that was cool he's lying there and he knows nothing he can do so, about it and he's just gonna die the now. other scene that really stood out for me the scene when he goes to get the girl from the bar and yeah, that uh, I love that scene. There's he really walks good in, scenes in this. He walks in, and then he just he goes in there. And that's when she's you know gonna take her clothes off. He's like, no, 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 you're yeah. coming, you're coming yeah. with me. I like and everything. The way he movie. walks out, and then everyone beats him up, and he doesn't prove to be heroic because he couldn't beat all those guys yeah, up. Yeah. And he, so he ends up. But losing then he the still fight. wins like a gunfight against 15 people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so no, no, no. whatever. Okay, so <laughs> this is a flawed film. There, there, there are some editing issues. Yeah, there are some. I think all the scenes have are shot well most of the yeah, time. Yeah, every time stuff's happening, and then it just like acts like it skipped. Is there a longer version of this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missed, it, it, it definitely feels like I think <laughs> I like most of the stuff that we see on the screen. 
But I do think that... So, when I saw this back 30 years ago, I was like, holy shit, I fucking love this movie. I didn't like it as much. I still like it. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's flawed, and it does have a little bit of uh, ner- uh, editing issues as far as the how scenes transition from one to the other. That said, I think it's strong enough. Jack Nicholson's character strong enough, and there's some really good scenes in the film that I can still recommend it. And also, El uh, Padilla... Uh, Carrillo as Maria, yeah. I think it's fantastic. A couple of the so, things I put in my notes I want to yeah, mention. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. I like everything that happens in this movie. I like this movie. I just don't love this movie. Yeah, it, it, this it, movie it, should be a classic. I think almost so. Almost a classic. I think so. But, but instead, it's just merely a pretty good movie from the early right. 80s. And I, and I, but, but I think that it's... I think it's good enough that I think it should be like I think people should watch it. If you like a, if you like Jack Nicholson and you're trying to see, oh, I want to watch a good Jack Nicholson movie. I'm like, he's pretty yeah, good. He's really he, good in this he's movie. He's really good in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time he does anything, you're like, I completely believe it. Yeah. And then he'll do completely different shit next scene, and I still believe it. It just doesn't make <laughs> fucking sense. Right. Okay. I, I am going to give it three stars. I'm going to give it. I can give it the same rating as Grease Two. Oh, yeah. So well, it's better than Grease Two, three. I'll have to go three. <laughs> okay, guess. okay. Or maybe I have to bring Grease Two now. Grease Two is Grease Two is a two. And this is, and a, this two is and a, a two and a half. Okay, fair I gotta, enough. I, gotta, fair I, gotta, enough. I have to adjust things so my brain doesn't explode. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think it's good. Well, I'm glad you didn't hate it. So yeah. sure. Um, okay, next one is author, author Al Pacino. So I'm a I love Al Pacino. Had you ever seen this one? I've never seen this one. No. I, I don't know why I even knew this existed. Yeah, until yeah. You told me this. Yeah, it's why that I, poster. I, I guess that's Al Pacino. The reason and why also, it's Al Pacino's ghost in the poster. I do remember this movie because so I didn't have cable, but my uncle did. And I remember looking at his cable guide, and I remember seeing author author all the time. It was like okay. on cable all the that's time. That's why in the I'm 80s. like I had seen it, not seen it. I had never seen the movie. Yeah. I might have seen the name, but also maybe I had. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I had never seen it, but also it's just the word author. I'm like I could have seen a book called that or uh, author, okay. author. So Al Pacino plays um a playwright named Ivan. You know, he's struggling with his art like other people do. He's trying to get this play made. He you know, he's firing going through directors, What's whatever. What's the name of his play? Trying to cast it. Do you know the name of his play? I already forgot it. English with tears. That's right. You have to pay me a lot of fucking money to go see a fucking play <laughs> called English with tears. There Jesus it is, right there. Christ. English with tears. Yeah, 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 yeah. The worst. You, I would never. If you picked a movie on here called English with Tears, I quit the podcast. <laughs> that sounds fucking terrible. So next week, just kidding. Thank um, you. <laughs> but what what happened? So he's married to Tuesday Weld, and he's got. It wasn't always clear, but I think he's got one or two kids of his own. Here's the thing. Throughout this whole movie, I'm like, there are like eight kids. I don't know which one of these kids are his, which are hers, which are. Ha- which kids have different parents? I think. Which kids have different mothers of his kids? So, I have no clue. I think he has two kids, the oldest and the youngest. I think so. so I think, uh, I'm pretty sure. Maybe. So anyways, there's five or six kids living with them, with Tuesday Weld. And um, Austin, did this is this based on originally a French film? No. Because all of our French films so far, well, most of them. Yeah. Because I think we watched that yeah, yeah, one yeah. Austrian thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is, has women who just abandon their children to yes. a stranger man. Yeah. And that happens in this five times. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday Weld. <laughs> just, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, however yeah. many of those kids are hers, she just fucking leaves them. Yeah. With a guy she sort of knows. Well, she's uh, married they, to him. But they don't know each other. <laughs> no, they, fucking, don't. they, they don't. They do don't. not know they each were other. It seems they were married for at least five years, though. Were they? I, I want to say, because that kid, I, I think, was like five. Is that his, I think, is, that, I think it is was. Is that kid both of their kids? I think it is. I couldn't tell you in this movie in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't, yeah, they weren't really There's clear so on many it. Children There's in this a movie. lot of kids. It's impossible to keep track but of. But anyways, it, it, so he's trying to take care of them. I, you know, I don't think he's a terrible dad. 
It's I mean, neat. he never gets a babysitter. No. I'm, I'm very, it's mostly this movie just doesn't make any fucking sense because <laughs> he never gets a babysitter. No, 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 And no. then you see so many scenes well, son's where like he's like 12 or 13 doing or shit 14. with the play and I'm like, I do not fucking give a shit about your stupid play. Right, right, right. The play shit in this is all, I don't care. The kids matter. Your yeah. play, fuck you, okay? Yeah. Well, the reason why he's doing it is to... Get money no, for his kids. So he even I, says that sure. is the big line in the movie. Yeah, he's trying he says to, like, that, but also it's the only thing he knows what to do. Right, so, I mean, right, I right. understand that, but also he doesn't know that. I don't care. Right. Okay? Well, anyway, so Tuesday well leaves, and then he starts a relationship with Diane Cannon, which is this is like what I, uh, this is like three days later. Right, right. After his wife leaves. Now I they were like on this. a break. Okay. So he, so he plays Alice to or Alice Detroit. Well, he, I guess she's uh, um, Tuesday Well is cheating on. On Al Pacino, so that's why. So she's having an affair. Yeah, and so I mean, she I runs guess off. He seems to. Okay, the beginning of this movie is like a, a surprise birthday party for him. Yeah, and then the like the next thing, she's like leaving, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? What just happened? Yeah, they were in a perfectly fine marriage for the first 15 minutes of this movie. Well, and we, then it goes completely so, sour. But, just, but, she but then know. she disappears yeah. for days. Yeah, is what she says, and I'm like, well, she was gone for like months. We just, well, no, at that first yeah, time, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. He, she had she hadn't been home in a couple of nights. Right, right, right. And she just shows up to go to bed. Right. And I'm like, in the previous scene, you were giving him a surprise party. Yeah. What the fuck is going on in this movie? So, Diane Cannon um, is, is Alice Detroit. What I like about her, so she's the new actress that's going to be in the play. So they have an affair, but then they start like liking each other and she moves in. What well, I don't. She just sends them one message and says, however, I want your dick. <laughs> however, which was actually a pretty cool message, actually, the way she did it. I, I was the. Yeah. Um, and he said, I'm just going to well, listen to this no, no, in her, front of my children and I'm not going to do anything son, about it. The son was like, <laughs> no, the son was like, I'm going to give you advice. Uh, I advise you to spend 50 minutes getting ready and spend the next five minutes rushing to go go meet her there, which I thought was funny. Uh oh. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll go, keep going on. Okay. I'm not, this is not a zero star movie. No, no, no. Or anything. What are they liked about <laughs> the Diane Cannon character, though? Because you're like, oh, it's going to be one of those and now she's going to be the one no she's not like she ends up like no. he's like hey no he ends just, up he ends up is re- another no horrible female character in this he, movie he also all the women in this movie he, suck. he also okay? understands two of them. <laughs> he, also, he also understands that he's just like you know he realizes that he's still in love with his wife and so he's just like you know what would you be mad if i asked you to move out and dan cannon's like oh, oh good, good i'm relieved oh good i was i was gonna tell you i was moving out <laughs> because i moved in with you like the day after we met <laughs> i think like, it was but also i'm like I mean, that does happen in all these weird Hollywood yeah. relationships. Well, the, boy, the, do they really move fast. The scene, and then with, they break up the next week. The season, and it was with, the paper. The, or the scene with <laughs> Tuesday Wild though, when she comes back, she's like, "What? You're with the woman?" I'm like, "Dude, you're with another guy." Like, that's, what are you talking that's because about? Because she's another. She's the other female character. She's also getting a so mad that garbage. That, like, all the women in this are garbage. Right. Okay. And well, oh, and also what's neat too is that Al Pacino, he's not going for younger people. Like Diane Cannon's older than. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. No, I have no problem with that. Yeah. They're both, everybody in this is around the same age. They are, they are, yeah, yeah, they're all in their 40s. Then it kind of goes back to, like, with the kids, and there's, like, stuff with that. It's pretty much that's the movie, and then it's all leading up to his play and if it's going to be successful or not or whatever. And there's also a scene towards the end of the movie where he tries to get Tuesday Weld back, which is a, I actually kind of like this he's trying to get her back because he has all her kids now. 
Now, because all the kids yes. go back to their fathers, and then they all end up back at his place. Because they he, they like him better. Nah, they, he lives in the city or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> no, know. No, I do think he like him. because They, they, they he like him better him... because he never gets babysitter. Well, he treats okay. him like human beings. He never gets a babysitter, no. and one of them is fucking five. Okay? <laughs> well, the other the oldest is probably 13 or 14. He's old enough to take care of him. Fucking get a goddamn baby. <laughs> Not when they fucking rest them move out. <laughs> rest them don't live there anymore. Right, right, right. Okay? Okay, so... <laughs> that but that scene though when he and it kind of hit home a little close to me uh, when she because I was a single dad and so when he approaches her and he's like you need to come back home you have your kids you abandon your kids she's like I did not abandon I'm like you abandoned your kids of course you and I this is one of those French movies where women abandon their children and he said and he goes but he's just like but what I what really resonated with me was when he he goes they're people they are human beings. What are you doing? Yeah. Get back here. Doesn't work. No. No, not at all. But <laughs> I actually really like that scene. So, okay. Flaws in the film, obviously. Yeah. So, yes. This kind of has a similar problem that the border did. The transitions are kind of goofy. Oh, yeah. All over the place. We have no, in the film. They start talking about shit that happened days ago, right. and I'm like, that now, was just a scene. The last scene was, what, three weeks ago then? Yeah. I don't understand. I'm, <laughs> I really like, so the, the movie that I think this is trying to be, what, one best picture was Kramer versus Kramer. Okay, the Dustin yeah. Hoffman movie where he's trying to raise his son after Meryl Streep's leave. I think, I think this Pacino is, is literally trying to be Dustin Hoffman in this movie. It's what it seems to be. Well, that's what they're trying to act like Dustin Hoffman acts. What the writer should do, <laughs> or the writer of this film is Israel Horowitz. He's trying to do a Kramer versus Kramer. I think that's what Arthur Hiller was trying to do as well. Now, yeah. our, um, reading about the production, Al Pacino did not get along with Arthur Hiller in the film. Okay. He says, yeah, unfortunately, he's like, I liked working with the kids and I had fun making it and I wanted to do something different because I always played darker characters. The flaws in the film is, is kind of goes all over the place. It worked for me because I really liked Al Pacino in the film. Okay. I really like, not, not his character. Uh, no, I no, love no, I his performance. That. I he didn't is, think he was terrible. I think he's but really I also good in this. Didn't think he was fantastic. Scroll, scroll up. There, here's the thing I want you to okay. do. I saw another one yeah. that called this movie. After I watched it, I looked it up. After we saw yeah. it, I looked it up, and the first thing I saw was it's a comedy film, and I'm like, that movie is a fucking comedy. There's some <laughs> stuff I laughed at, but I mean, I wouldn't call it a comedy. It's a sort drama. of. It's a drama. Sort of. It's a drama. <laughs> No, I, I think he's really good. So just to show you how good of an actor Al Pacino is in this film, there's a scene in the movie when his daughter, um, or her stepdaughter, is, has to go back with her father, and she does not want to. And it's a minute scene where she is talking to Al Pacino, and Al Pacino's not saying anything. When you watch him, you believe he is listening to his daughter. Oh, yeah. Like, he I, is so good at reacting in this film yeah, to his kids. He is. And I really like that. And then that scene at the end when he approaches Tuesday Weld, and he's just like, they're human beings. And and I'm just like, yes. And he's got some good Al Pacino yelling moments in the film, I which, think, I, which yeah, I like. I do agree. Al Pacino actually is really good in the movie. And, Although some of the stuff he has to, they, some of the, some of yeah. the material they gave him yeah. is the fact he could act through some of that Real terrible shit. Yeah. It's good because, yeah, boy, I, I it, did, The script I, isn't as good as Kramer. Kramer vs. Kramer is one of my favorite movies. And that's, yeah. this I've is... Been, I don't think I've ever seen Kramer Oh, it's really Kramer. good. And it, it this does not come close. However, Pacino is that good for me in the film because he's one of my favorite actors, one of the best actors ever. And seeing him in this type of role, I really... It was refreshing for me. So, 
I'm going to give it a three because solely because of his performance. Even though the, the film was flawed, none of it made me angry or pissed off. I was just like, ah, that could have been done better. That could have been done better. But I really enjoyed his performance. So okay. that's why I'm So at. here's the thing about yeah. this movie. We've talked about all this kid shit. I yeah. only somewhat mentioned the play. Half this fucking movie is that play. Yeah, yeah. And all that play shit... I couldn't have given. What did you think of Alan shit. King as his agent? He was fine. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he was a, he, he was the funniest character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say he was no, the he was funniest. Good. I liked him in the, in the movie. movie, but also I just didn't fucking care. The movie is about the kids. Yeah, but for some reason they have to have him be. I don't know. He has to get into a relationship with her, and then she marries in, moves in, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. kids are like, "Is she going to be our new mother?" And yeah, I'm yeah. like, "That lady you're sleeping with, you're going to marry your, your mother." <laughs> Is an actual person in this movie. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike his actual children, <laughs> the oldest kid or whatever, his mother, not a person. At one point, he says, blah, 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 your mother. He goes, she's not my mother. And I was like, oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> goes, yeah, just like the last whatever. Even though they've been married, I do get a feeling there was a series of them even before her. For a while, at least, burn through ladies. The moment she leaves, burn through another lady. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Well, it sounds like she does the same thing, though, Tuesday Weld, that she's go, oh, going yeah. through guys to guys. Oh, yeah, no, the... Uh, multiple fathers. The Tuesday Weld. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alice Detroit, I assume, burns through the dudes and stuff. Oh. The, I really didn't like the mother. Her character Tuesday made Weld, yeah. zero sense to me. Yeah. I've seen... Okay, remember Coraline? Yeah. Okay, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, right? With the buttons? That, no. Huh? The button eyes? No, I'm sorry. Claudine, Claudine, <laughs> Claudine. Oh, Coraline. Sorry. Totally Coraline, different movie. Yeah. Claudine. The that James one L. Jones. is about actual human beings yeah. in their relationships. This was just another, it was a movie about, I'm a rich, successful guy. Here's my, all my problems. And I'm like... I cannot I cannot identify with you in any way. I am neither of those things. Gotcha. Okay? Yeah. This podcast with some listeners yeah. is the most successful thing I've ever done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. uh, so I'm going to give it, because I like the kid stuff, but hated the lady stuff. And Pacino you thought was fine. Two? Okay. Okay. I, two. I, I'm going to have to go two. I did actually... I really liked how loose Pacino was. Like the same. Yeah, way. I think he's Pacino at this point. Brilliant actor. Yeah, yeah. Later yeah. on, he does start phoning it in. Yeah, back yeah, in yeah. Like the, After well, the millennium. Okay. Yeah, he was at his <laughs> peak in here, and and yeah. he did Scarface right after this movie. Yeah. With Michelle Pfeiffer, which was on Grease too. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. No, no. I. But how loose oh, he that's is. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I, that scene when he first meets Diane Cannon, and they're walking, and there's like a guy that has like a boombox, and he starts like dancing. I'm like, I don't know, just stuff like that. Like he's, uh, there, I love him in the movie. There's stuff in this that's yeah, fine. I, really I like just it. really hated that play shit. Okay, God, fair enough. Know with it. And English like with I said, tears. If English with tears, you couldn't <laughs> fucking pay me, Austin. You'd have to pay me a lot. I mean, I'd do anything for money. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, very curious to see what you're gonna think of our next film, which was Cat People. I'm sorry, I wouldn't watch this movie again for money. Okay. Which one? This one? This fucking Cat movie. People? God damn it. Cat dude. People. Yeah. The, I wasn't looking forward to screaming, okay, but there so might we be have some a screaming. We have a mutual. God damn, is this movie terrible? We have a mutual friend, Scott Davis. I know this is one of his favorite movies. God damn it. Poor Scott. <laughs> Poor Scotty. What the fuck is so, wrong with him? He also has like two other movies yeah, yeah, yeah. that I believe shout out. I don't know what you're feeling in this one This yet. is directed by Paul Schrader. Paul Schrader wrote Taxi Driver. He didn't direct it, obviously. Okay. Because as he did. Now, he's an interesting... He's I'm hit and miss with him. He may, he's still making movies today. And he has made some really good movies. He's made some... Zero star movies, as far as I'm concerned. Oh my God! You said the word zero stars. Not for this movie. 
I said, but I know he has but made zero star under, films. That just yeah. makes me feel warm that they do exist <laughs> in my realm. Yes, they, they do <laughs> exist, and I can't wait till we find one. <laughs> this isn't it. No comment. <laughs> Cat people. Um, yeah. So this, I've seen the original 1942 film. Really has nothing to do with the original. Oh film yeah, I at do, all. actually weirdly, I knew I knew about the original, and <laughs> I knew that Matt. It's all up in the air whether she actually is a cat person. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. all that shit. And this is not in the up in the air. No, this is a very no, no, no. different movie. Very different this film. This is nothing to think. I don't know. This want to make a shitty werewolf movie and said, let's go with cats. And also, okay. let's make our own bullshit up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> this has stars Anastasia. I can't. I'm going to. Sorry, Scott. I'm going to ruin her name. Nastasia Kinski. Um, I think you said that correctly. Right, right. She plays <laughs> Irene. Last time ever, you're going to yeah. say anything right. <laughs> she, she is coming. She's coming from somewhere. Where is she from? In oh, from the Canada. Movie? That's where it says she's from. In Canada. The, she's. She was like, I don't know, she was it like adopted Canada, by a different family right, than her right, right. brother, and they and she had been tracking down her right. brother. So she goes bullshit. to meet her brother in New Orleans, Paul, played by Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Immediately, insensuous vibes throughout. Like, he is already super creepy with her. It's real and weird. And you're just like, what is like, going on? What the fuck is happening <laughs> in this motherfucking <laughs> right, right, right. movie? And I'm going to tell you, when you find out, it still isn't an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> That night, um, there's a prostitute who gets killed by a giant black cat. A panther, I think panther, they say. I think. Yep. I was doing research. They actually, they uh, they did not, they used cougars and they dyed them black because they're not trainable. That's what I what I read. They just used a fucking cougar then. Yeah, I don't know. What the fuck? Wanted, just say it's a cougar. They wanted it's a, a black it's cat. It's a giant cat. Okay. <laughs> they wanted a black cat. That I seems like know. torturing a poor kitty. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> So, that, yeah, I think that's weird. Okay, I'm just they're trying to make it a mystery stuff. Malcolm McDowell, he's a cat, and he turns into like a monstrous, like, yes. like big black cat, and he kills this hooker. And, well, and, then he, and the, the zoo people they don't explain to you why no, he. No, yet. no, they will eventually. The zoo, and you're gonna laugh. The zoo people <laughs> come and and collect, them, and and the zoo people are. A trio of John Hurd, the dad from Home Alone, which is again his probably third time in the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then um and Annette O'Toole and Ed Bakley Jr. So those three yeah. so they show up and they take the cat to the zoo. Well, Nastasia, Irene, she Irina, she shows up and she's like sketching the cat, but you don't really know why. She's like in the zoo. Yeah, in the that zoo. torture zoo. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah. The, where the cages are tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minuscule these, cages. For these huge cats. This is one of those nightmare zoos. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Anyways, uh, John Hurt sees her and is like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" And and they end up forming a relationship, kind of thing. But then it was just like it wasn't clear at first. It's like John Hurt and Nettle too. Were they a couple? But it sounds like they were a couple. I think, or they were siblings. Or, I wasn't clear. No, I think they were a couple before. I think is what I heard. Oh, they also have Ruby D. Ruby D. Um, she plays. That weird kind of lady that that lives with Malcolm McDowell too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's in it's there. Like the landlord or something. Yeah, I don't it know. was really weird. Oh, did you like how John Larroquette showed up for like a scene? And he yeah, just... he was just there. But I mean, it was early in his Larroquette. Whatever. He's just got the job at the point. That's his second. A blind date was the. First one yeah, but that's like five years later. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is right before Night Court. Whatever that oh, was God, like a couple yeah, years that's later. Right. So, but then Malcolm McDowell does show up later, and he's like, he tells uh, Irene all about like their history and all this stuff, and oh, <laughs> but we can't, we have to have sex with each other. <laughs> they, if if they have if they have sex, he seems to say if you have sex with anything that isn't your sibling, yeah, you then turn into a murderous cat, and the only way to turn back is to murder somebody. Yes. And I'm like, even if you just like rub one out, does this happen? <laughs> I'm gonna say 
by shit that happens in this movie, yes. <laughs> because that one woman just freaking gave him a blow, and he turned into a cat and murdered her. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so in other words, you're just in hell? Okay, no rubbing one out or anything? You're just going to turn into a murder cat? Okay, keep going, Austin. <laughs> yeah, it gets... It gets so weird. It's hard to explain. John Hurd, well, and he has that weird Bayou home that he has. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Oh, it was like, for... that character. I was waiting for just... Burt Reynolds to that show was... up in White but Lightning. That was just That's... a character. Yeah. That character fully and only exists to be murdered by a cat later. Oh, yeah. That, that, the one that, guy. The there. weird yeah, yeah, guy yeah, who yeah. lives on the Bayou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, remember that date? I'm sorry. We're going to... Yeah, yeah, no, I, no. They, go ahead. They, they went on a date. Nastasia and yeah. I think it was John Hurt. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went on a date. He, the entirety of this date, they were driving, and he says, look at that crane. Look at that boat. And she's laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So This is the worst date I've ever seen. Why is she enjoying herself? I would say throughout this whole movie, the <laughs> way people talk to each other it's are just, not how people talk so to each stupid. other. I was like... And so the screenplay was written by Alan Ormsby. I'm assuming he's never talked to a human being in his life. I think he's Because actual, he does not know he's how a, people talk he's, to each he's other. He's a rare person. He's a cat who turns into a person sometimes. And cats do not know how to communicate. Okay? But, but because of but the way they're... Yeah, the way that anybody talks to each other in this movie, I'm like, why are they... Why did he it's say so that? Why did she say that? That's weird. Um, <laughs> right. Hilariously awful. And but not in the right way. It's just no. it's like everything I'm watching, I'm like, this is so fucking oh. terrible. And also, this is a very almost soft core pornography oh, film. There's so many unnecessary bullshit boobs. That first sex worker who gets oh, murdered, yeah, 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 yeah. she like falls down, and while she's laying there, I don't know if somebody had telekinesis, the like a button on her top popped. Boop! Here comes your boobs! Right before she's murdered! And I'm like, what the fuck was that? That was Hollywood. That was stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was literally terrified to be right, murdered. Right, right. But first, we gotta see her boobs. That's I'm right. like, Jesus fucking Christ, was this like, movie. Like the whole movie. At that point, I'm like, I'm thinking, this movie might just end up being funny. Yeah. Or just hopefully well, in the movie. Instead, I'm like, nope, this is just well, then towards made the, by monsters. Towards the end of the movie, <laughs> Annette O'Toole's being stalked. She goes, that scene in the pool only exists to have Annette O'Toole nude in the movie. Oh, yes. There's, there, there's no reason, the really, for that only fucking reason. Right. That move, that thing exists. Right. There's so many just like topless moments and actually full frontal moments. Oh, absolutely. There's so much nudity but, in this that is well, nothing. Well, McDowell too. He's he's naked. Yeah, and, yeah, and John Hurd as well. You're gonna, you're gonna see. You're gonna see all kinds of naked. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is any of this happening? <laughs> this only exists because this movie really wants to be edgy. It does. With all the it incest. Does. It does. And all that. The in the original Wolfman. They came up with all that shit about yeah. silver bullets. They came up with that prayer where yep. people who say their prayer by blah, night or whatever, even the, in the light of the full moon, can turn into blah, 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 wolves. That little saying, I can't remember the whole thing. Okay? <laughs> but they came up with all shit. That went on to be iconic, and they literally watched a movie called Silver Bullet yeah. as if the silver bullet thing was a real old thing? No, it came up in the fucking 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? <laughs> they made a fucking Wolfman movie. Okay? This, they said, we're going to come up with our own shit. Let's see how super fucking edgelord we can get. Let's get as edgelord as humanly fucking possible. You gotta fuck your sister. Right. You gotta, and if you're in, at the end of it, she has sex with Hurt. Yeah. Okay. She turns into a cat person. Yep. She kills that weird hole, that guy who lives in the bayou. Yep. And she says, no. Oh, so what she, and he finds her, he catches yeah, her yeah, sort yeah. of. And, he, and, and what she says, you have to now have sex with me. So I turn back into a cat and then put me in the zoo. And I'm that's, like, that's how it ends. Yeah. Abstinence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Abstinence. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another way to go. Right. What the fuck? There's a lot of laughable scenes. You're never going to have sex in that zoo. You're in a fucking cage. <laughs> There's a laughable scene in the movie. The one with Ed Begley Jr. when he gets his arm ripped off was hilarious. <laughs> I did laugh at that. I did laugh at that. That was really this funny. This so fucking It's awful. really bad. It's so okay. stupid. God damn you, Scotty. Now. I have to fucking hate. I have Paul... to call out Scotty. <laughs> you suck. This movie's terrible. <laughs> Paul Schrader. I think he knows how to frame shots. I do think. I don't think. Yeah, no, maybe. No, no. I, I do think. I, I do think it has a stylish approach to the film. Um, I like some of the shots in the film, and I do. The, you, as you, as you, much you as you really only see two transformations right. in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them, he's in the shadow. Yeah. He comes, or he's there. Yeah. He comes in the shadow. All you can see is his eyes. Yeah. And when he comes out of the shadow, he's a cat. And I'm like, that was fucking cool. Yeah. The cat was like the size yeah. of a house cat, so whatever. <laughs> but it was like, cool. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later on, he like breaks out of his own skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or something like it that. felt That's a very, very different transformation. It, it felt very much American <laughs> Werewolf in London. Now, the, the the issue that I had with this film was that this movie is so self serious. Yeah. It, American Werewolf in London also has some like sexy stuff going on in yeah. that too. But it had a sense of humor, it's, and it's, it kind of knew what it was. It's it is a horror comedy. Yeah. This movie is a funny horror movie but none of it's intentional no it's not intentional no no <laughs> not i don't one think so fuck. it's so you're right this movie takes itself so mind-numbingly serious yes. and then that's the problem they I had say the, the stupidest yeah. shit ever yes everybody who ever talks yeah like you like right. you're right this movie was made by the spaced invaders aliens <laughs> when they fucking phone the camera i one do day. think <laughs> malcolm mcdowell has some great cringy moments in the film oh god but he is fully committed oh he's and he's the fact that anybody in this movie can show up and say i guess i have to say these lines you know and i have think, to fucking act it you know all think, the way actually i think one of the best i think annette o'toole is actually pretty good in the movie i liked her performance wise no yeah yeah i liked her nostalgia i guess the performances aren't yeah, the, necessarily the problem a bad person right 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 she just is stuck in hell yeah, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. she woke up one day and is in fucking hell so where cat people exist Edgy cat people. My favorite things in the film, like I said, I like some of the stylish flourishes, and mainly I really like, I love, um, I can't pronounce his name either, but Giorgio Marauder's score. I really like. I don't know if I. Let me see if I wrote anything down. His electronic, his electronic musical score is great, and it uses the David Bowie song that he wrote for the film, "Putting Out the Fire with Gasoline." That theme is throughout the whole movie, and sometimes like David Bowie will just hum it like. Mm-hmm. We forgot. And what? The opening of this. Oh, it's yeah. Like, is that the past? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. In the beginning, I thought that was going to be an apocalyptic future yeah. where cat people had taken over. Yeah. And then I'm like, they're never going to explain it, except for they guess they say that's when the cat people started. Yeah. They don't really explain it. Because they had it, this cat. They, but, they tied this lady up, and then they yeah. went, and then a, uh, a the cat, cat probably had sex with her or something. Her, I guess, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and that made, that's not how cat people exist. <laughs> that's, I think that's what they were trying to I do. Think that's I think that's what's a cat. Wait, but was the cat. Her brother. No, I don't know. Then no. Then it doesn't fucking work in your own fucking synopsis. So you fucking idiot. Yeah. So no, I I did not like this movie. I, I was fucking not watching like it. So, so it's, it's it's I'm gonna it's it's so fucking terrible. It's so, but the thing is though, I was entertained to a point, to a point yeah. where it was so bad we're laughing at it, you know, and stuff. Oh. And it, if you, you know, had to watch this movie alone. This no, would be yeah, fucking torture. So I was kind of, you know, absolute I, fucking but I, torture. But I, I, d- I did like the music, and I liked some of the a lot of the, some of the shots and the vibe of the film. That being said, the rest of it is is not good. Um, so it's it's a one and a half for me. This is a typical Tim Zero because oh, you there's, there's literally it, yes. no reason to 
watch this movie. Yes. Okay? There's literally no reason anybody should ever watch this movie. You should get the soundtrack this on movie Spotify in a and fucking theater. Yeah. Is a whole bunch of people laughing when no right when, when there wasn't a comedy thing on the no. scene. It wasn't written as comedy. No, it was written as the most no. serious shit in the world. Yep. Yep. But then some naked person says something <laughs> stupid, and I'm not 15 anymore. So I, I also I live in a world where naked people exist on my phone. Okay? <laughs> I don't need naked people anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah, no. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, no, it's not good. God damn, what's a fucking it's so terrible. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. I did not and, like it. And, and, and this it's, is so, it's such a different thing because it actually makes me want to watch the original. I Because I guarantee it's got to be oh, really better. better in this movie. Yeah, so I was actually <laughs> looking forward to this because this has a cult following. Yeah. And it's not, it's known among people that like it. You know, it's supposed to be really good. I had, so I was I, hoping. I, yeah. I, I, I was actually surprised that I didn't like it. So I was I surprised knew how about bad it was. the original. Yeah. I knew about the end, like how it's like kind of up in the air, yeah, yeah, yeah. whether it's real or not. And then, uh, so I'm like, okay, it's remaking that. This is going to be this cool, like, you know, psychological thing or something. And 10 minutes in, I'm like, it's actually, no, a minute in where it was like the past, I guess. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? This movie is no good. No, it's bad. It's real bad. Bad movie. <laughs> it's real bad movie. Our last movie is Victor <laughs> Victoria. Not a bad movie. No, <laughs> this is not not as bad as that. No, 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 <laughs> nothing's no. Well, okay, actually, like five previous movies in my review have been about the same level of terrible. Of hero, okay, <laughs> so Vic- Victor Victoria, this is uh, written and directed by Blake Edwards. Blake Edwards, um, this is our third Blake Edwards film because we did um, Blind Date, which was I didn't care for it, um, but then he did Operation Petticoat, which I did like. Um, this is our first James Garner, or for our third James third Garner James Garner film. film. Yeah. yeah, this is our first Julie Andrews. I think it is. Might be, yeah. She didn't really start until the 60s, so... But Garner, Garner was around in the 50s. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So this movie was pretty popular when this came out in 82. It was nominated for a shit ton of Academy Awards. Yeah. Um, it was nominated for Best Actress Julie Andrews, Best Supporting Actor Robert Preston, Best Supporting Actress Leslie Ann Warren, Best Screenplay, Best Art Direction, Costume Based Design... Based on material from another medium. What yeah. was this... Fr- was... This was What's based it? off of a French film in the 30s, I think. Oh, but nobody abandons their children yeah, in yeah, this. Yeah, no. Okay. Best, <laughs> best original uh, song score and or adapt, adapted score, Henry Mancini won the Oscar for it. Okay. So, yeah. Yes, this is a musical. I actually don't disagree with any of that stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to give this thing the best. It's not. I've seen this twice before. Oh, you have? I, have I did not know that. Okay, okay. I'll tell you right now. The first time I saw it. Fucking blown away. Amazing. Oh, okay. And then I watched it again like maybe 10 years ago and I'm like, it wasn't nearly as good as I remember. Okay. It's in between those now. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. I actually really liked it. This is my yeah. first time seeing it. So 34, 1934 Paris is where it takes place. You meet uh, Toddy, who's uh, Robert Preston, who's fucking awesome in this movie. Robert Preston. Oh, Robert Preston is so good in he this. He's very good in this movie. Yeah. He's really good. He <laughs> is super gay. Yeah. But not birdcage no, gay. No. I don't think so. You just, you. He's gaydar gay. He's gonna ping it off like crazy, yeah. but he isn't a comedy. Version it isn't of that. movie. It isn't in a movie, movie where this sometimes just says we may remind everybody it's a comedy. Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. has to remind you it's a comedy. It isn't. <laughs> it isn't like super movie like gay. Yeah, it's just. No, he's, he's just really he's good. He's just a gay guy. Yeah, he's just really good at it. Yeah, and I'm and, like, holy and fuck. And he's a he's a cabaret singer, and he and he uh, is seeing like this one young guy or whatever so we were like three words in the synopsis and i broke in now we're talking about that but okay go keep going <laughs> <laughs> um 
Then there is uh, Victoria Grant, who played by Julie Andrews, and she is down on her luck. Kind of. She's basically yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two, she's... two days from homeless. Right, Actually, right, right. No, half a day from homeless. Right, right, right. And, you know, <laughs> she's even offering her landlord to have sex to keep her place. No, you know, for a meatball. For a meatball, it that's wasn't, right. It wasn't for rent. It was for okay. It was I just because want a meatball. Because she hasn't eaten it for I haven't eaten it, I guess. She was, yeah. Well, she, 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 she fainted yeah. when she saw that guy eating that right. stuff, and I'm like... That was the first great shot of the movie. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it well, comes back, just, and I she's gone, good, yeah. and you think she left, and then a bunch of people show up, and they're like, oh, nope, she fainted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she tries out for this cabaret, the same one that Robert Preston works for, and she, they don't want her. And But I think Robert Preston was already like, she's fucking good. Like, he already oh, can tell yeah. that she's good. But she does that thing where she does that really high note and then breaks the glass. Yeah, it, I mean, it, comes it's back a comedic version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... You can't, that's real, but yeah. you gotta be like an intern <laughs> the fucking thing. You gotta be real right. close to it, okay? Well, she is at a restaurant. She's trying to get food. Well, Robert Preston got fired because they had a, started a brawl. And it seems like that's a, a thing that happens a lot. It's those yeah. brawls that happen. But anyways, they're trying to get away with, a really funny scene, I think, is when they're trying to it's, get away with it's a, a free really meal. Because she's trying to put a cockroach into the food. Oh, yeah. that all, <laughs> and, she, and she tries to dump it out of her thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the most... You know, I know you don't want to touch the cockroach, but I think you need to do a little more subtle than that, <laughs> just okay? Yeah, yeah, take yeah, your yeah. purse out and just try to do this. <laughs> You're very empty purse. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, anyways, they get the idea. Robert Preston gets the idea. And I'm like, you know what? How about we have you be a female? Like, you'll be pretend to be a man so you can be a female impersonator. Yeah, he just comes up with it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. Oh, no. It's because she ends up sleeping in his place. Yes. And she wears his, like... That's right. Not boyfriend's clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just some boy yeah. toy clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she fits them really good. Yeah. And that's when you first see her, and I'm like... I mean, she's always Julie Andrews. She's yeah. pretty fucking stunning fucking every great. time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. she looks really good in that yeah. outfit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this works. <laughs> yeah. That's where he gets the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she punches the boy toy. Right, right, right. And so they up. So he goes to meet one of the agents or whatever, and that's played by... Uh, John Rhys Davies, Sala from uh, yeah, yeah, from, who's he's pretty good in the movie. Yeah, you know, he's, he's fine. Good. Yeah, he's not but, in it super ton, but no, no, no. He's a, he's but so he bit. gets so he gets her hired, and she becomes an instant smash, an instant oh, yeah. smash right away. Yeah. And then there is a guy in town named King, and he is like a Chicago gangster, played by James Garner. Yeah. And he's also got a girlfriend, a mall, uh, Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah. Blazer. He's already like she's a fake because I'm attracted well, to her. Well, he, he he sees her. Because during here's what every oh, time yeah. the act ends, she reveals she takes off her wig. So the whole time he thought like, it was a female, and I, then he I didn't think know you him. were just revealing you have shorter hair than we thought. Okay, right, right, right. I don't understand why that would make everybody think she's a dude. No, no, but I think that especially was a, later on where I, she wears a real low cut dress, and you can literally just yeah, see yeah, her boobs, yeah. and I'm like, um, they're right there. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I think that's a, was maybe a common thing that they did maybe back. Oh then, no, was, yeah, I was, think it's was, part they would of do the. It's the part routine. of the act. It's part of the act. You yeah. would perform as a female impersonator, and then afterwards you take off your wig to reveal. Yeah. That but in this, it's all supposed to be like, oh my god! And I'm like, I think everybody went to that place knowing. Well, James Garner did not place. know. He didn't know, but he everybody else know. also acted the same, right? Like it was something. Yeah, and then well, there's... he didn't know his girlfriend. Also hilarious because she was like sad because she saw he was staring at her for the whole first yeah. thing, thingy thing. And then when she turned, and into then he goes. Ah! She's yeah, she loved it. I do like that scene with her and uh, Robert Preston, where she's just like, "Really, you're 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 gay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gay," and you know, yeah. and she's just, she's like, "I think the right woman can reform you. I think the right woman can reform you." And it's like, <laughs> yeah. No, that that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of this movie that's fucking spectacular. Yeah, yeah. We haven't um, got to the part where I'm gonna have problems. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, is it James Garner stuff. 
you yeah you, okay. you already know what it is you have to know what it is okay keep right. going <laughs> okay anyways yeah so james garner he's um really determined that to prove that you know what she she can't be and obviously i don't know if it's because of his character he's just like i can't be gay and it's like she has well, that's to be the a whole woman thing is, it's people this is written by people who don't understand what gay is yeah yeah, yeah. Just because you, if I saw a dude walking away from me and he had long hair and I'm like, oh, look at that. And then I'm like, oh, it's a dude. Never mind. I wouldn't go, oh my God, maybe I'm gay. No, I happened to, I thought it was hot because I thought it was a chick, you moron. <laughs> That's not how gay works. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, so he's trying to go. And then his uh, um, his bodyguard or whatever played by football play. Uh, yeah. Webster's dad. Webster's dad. Alex Carat- Also, Carras. the biggest surprise. He's awesome in the movie. He's awesome in the movie. Also, he fully comes out in the movie. And gay, yeah. And he has sex with and Robert Preston. Yeah, but, it, <laughs> but this movie never has any type of gay kissing. No. It doesn't have the balls no. for that shit. No, no, no. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's No, no, bad. it's not that. That's not my problem. No, okay. Not, I understand it's 82. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. aren't going to have the balls for that. Right. If it was, if this movie was made in France, they would have had oh, the balls Oh, absolutely. For it, okay? So anyways, yeah. So there's it going takes to, but, place in France and nobody ever speaks French. So Julie Andrews <laughs> falls for Chicago, for, for Chicago King. Yeah. Is well, that where you have the problem? hot. No, okay. Okay, what's your problem? Just My problem is, later. he's so positive. Yeah. But he's also like so torn up. Yeah. He breaks into there and he's watches her oh, yes. undress. Yes. He is a skeevy perv <laughs> who breaks in and watches her to verify this shit. Yes. And I'm like, does that happen because because <laughs> because James Garner required that? Because it's potential later on when they are actually enjoying themselves. Yeah. And then he kisses her and he actively says, I don't care if you're a man. And he kisses her. Boy, is that scene. A trillion times better. Yeah. If he hasn't known. Yeah. But also they had yeah. another way to do it. Yeah. He can see her. He can see her her like room outside yeah. Yeah. of his thing. Yeah. If he had found out that way, okay. I'm fine. So you didn't like it that he but snuck in. But the fact her that he snuck in got it. and it's supposed to be this funny thing. What if people were watching you when you took yeah. your next yeah. shower? No, right. Yeah. And then you never found out. But they kept talking to other people yeah. about this. It's fucking awful. Yeah, it's really <laughs> fucking awful. It didn't. It didn't bother me watching it. I mean, I understand the concerns. No, it, now that you're saying, I, I but didn't it didn't bother it. you. I okay. didn't remember it at it didn't all. Bother me because I mean, it, yeah. I'm different now, I guess, than I was when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but I really was like, I I knew I knew James Garner showed up yeah. and that he liked her, and then they ended up together. Yeah. But it really is that big. That scene is okay. really okay. problematic. Okay. It's a real problem. But the rest of this movie is really fucking yeah, cool. I think so, yeah. It's and then, just, I really do yeah. wonder if James Garner, because I know he had to be the man's man. James Garner was a man's man. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. And so he had to be, if he needed that yeah, I'm to not happen. Sure. I'm not sure. Because cause there is the later out. scene where he kisses her, and he himself even acts like at that point. Yeah. So it makes me feel like, did they wedge that into the Yeah, I don't know. I'm not later? sure. But um, Blake Edwards, uh, he's... Again, he does. He's kind of the master of slapstick. So there's a lot of like, oh you know, yeah, cakes and faces and, and borrowed bras, which I think it's pretty fun. Fifty percent of it works real good, and fifty percent of it is like that was unnecessary. But whatever. I still thought I like most the, of it. The bar, the stool, it broken scene for some reason really fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just meet. Oh, he sits down. He goes, and in the middle of the conversation, that stool's broken, huh? Well, no, stool falls over. Well, the best, <laughs> the thing that made that work. So this this private investigator comes because he wants to investigate and. He he goes to the it's bar guy. By, it's he's like hired by the gangsters. Yes. <laughs> so he comes in and he he goes, "I am very very careful." And he sits down. He's like, "That stool's broken." 
<laughs> I laughed really hard at that. I laughed I really that hard. Was it really was funny. very, yeah, very yeah. funny. No, I think Blake Edwards' direction is really good. The art direction of like 1930s oh, Paris is fucking the great. The musical numbers are fucking musical fantastic. musical numbers are great. Blake Edwards and Julian were married. Blake Edwards oh. made this movie for her. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. They made, they made, so since she, they got married in the late 60s. Since they were married, so from the 70s through the 80s, she only made three other films that weren't directed by Blake Edwards. Oh, wow. So she was in 10. She was in That's Life with Jack Lemmon, which is also Blake Edwards. She was in S.O.B., which was a year before where she appeared topless in the movie Julie Andrews did. Oh. Which, that was a big, that's the big deal about that movie was that. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, she's a topless in the movie. She was in a, a thriller called The Tamarind Seed, directed by Blake Edwards in the 70s. And a Darling thriller Lily. by Blake Edwards? <laughs> yeah, I heard it's not very good. But <laughs> I'm curious to see it because it's one of those oddities. And then Darling Lily was the first movie that they did together, which I really like. It's a musical. Okay. Um, from 1970. Yeah. So he knows his wife. He knows how she's good. And they were married up until he died. So they were married forever. So Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's so cool. it's a happy marriage. Blake Edwards, he knew how to showcase his wife. And that's what this movie oh. is. The best thing about this film, it is a wonderful showcase for Julie Andrews. Oh, yeah. She is. She's if you're so a Julie Andrews fan, you need to see this movie. Because yeah. she is she's phenomenal, she's phenomenal in, in the movie. And she's, actually, James Garner is good in it. Oh, he's fine. I just hate that he's probably they, my but, least favorite actor in the film yeah i like leslie and warren but uh, robert oh, preston robert is great preston is, and alex curtis is really good is but he, james garner's fine i'm trying to think of robert preston is he a supporting he's a it is he was nominated for supporting actor I guess. but it's but almost a co-lead yeah he's, he's even though a, james garner is built uh, james garner is billed uh second i would say robert preston oh, yeah. is the second lead but in this film yeah. james garner is the at this point more of a pull Oh, he was more of a theatrical. Oh yeah, film. for sure, for sure he was. No, and I and I think it, this is a really nice package of a film, and I would have loved to see this in the '90s on Broadway with Julie Andrews. God damn, heart. that, that would have been, been fucking incredible amazing. As as her uh, reprising that would have been so cool. Yeah. No, I think this movie works really well. I don't think it's because there's a lot of films from the '80s that tackle LGBTQ material, and you're like. I don't think this one's that. I don't think I mean, this one's that. I mean, they use the F word a few times, but it's yep. by people who would, who would who would say that. And word. it's also in the 30s where they probably would have said that. Actually, I'm not. I, that was one thing I was wondering. I'm like, was I'm, I don't know when when they would word, say that when word. that yeah, word I don't popped know. up. I have That's no a good idea. Question. <laughs> Matter of fact, and he was like, we call ourselves gay, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure nobody called themselves gay until like the 60s. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Okay, you queer. <laughs> Just like yeah. yeah, no, no. I think this movie is really good. So it's a three and a half for me. I it's, I loved it. I think the musical numbers are great. That you know Julie Andrews again singing is wonderful. The climax with Robert Preston and drag doing the yeah. the final number. Oh, it's so great. It's really it's, it's really cool. It's, really it's, funny. it's where you go like Robert Preston is really fucking good. yeah. I know. And I, I wish he had more. He was yeah. in Mame, but he was a really minor role That's in Mame. Right. Really minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I really like this movie, so I, I thought it was a good way to end There's, the evening. Okay, so. let's talk about some of the other things that are both really good. Okay. Because just literally the beginning of this, I'm like, okay, modernize. How much of this movie is going to be problematic in the trans thing? Yeah. But cross-dressing and trans are very different things. Yeah, I don't so think. It's not really, I don't think. No, I don't think this was nothing, disrespectful for that. I don't no, think so. It, I had. I. I, I, I was. Wor- I was wondering if that was going to be problematic. No, I, I. I didn't find it problematic. I couldn't find anything. I'm not trans though, so I mean, yeah, maybe I couldn't. Could have yeah, that. maybe. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I. I couldn't find. I couldn't see anything in my eyes either. Where I'm like, okay, I don't think anything offensive in that way. No, I don't think Just so. Just the creepiness when they do get together, and because she has told him right after he kisses her. Yeah. She goes, I am not a man. 
and then they kiss again. Actually, and that part of that whole scene was great. I don't care if you're a man. They kiss. I'm not a man. I don't care. He kisses anyway. Yeah. He doesn't care at that point. Yeah. Which makes me really think that they add that other scene to make it so that he knew. Yeah. So he didn't kiss a man. Which I'm like, boy, that movie. This movie's so much better without uh, that, that scene. scene. Without that scene. Okay. Or if, or if he at least. There were some funny moments during that whole mismatch. Though, well, no, it's thing. a like Edward's funny thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, I understand. Yeah, and it does lead to the the investigator guy is also in that same little closet, yeah, 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 and his yeah. finger gets pushed in there, <laughs> yeah. which was funny too. But uh, but yeah, after they kiss, they have this long yeah. after, and then they sleep together. Yeah, yeah, they get in this long conversation. Yeah, and because now they like they're in love because it's yeah. Hollywood. Okay, <laughs> they're in yeah, love yeah, after one course. fucking day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they're having a conversation about how he's because uh, she wants to still do this. Yeah, but she's fucking famous. Yeah, she's a huge success, and he goes. But then people think I'm with a man. Yeah. And stuff like that. And then she says stuff about him being a gangster. And he goes, I'm not a gangster. I'm just a businessman that works with gangsters. And I'm like, so what you're saying is you're not a gangster. You're just a businessman that works with a gangster. I'm not a man, but I'm a woman who plays a man who plays a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, God damn, I really can't fight this argument. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and all that stuff was cool. And actually, I don't mind that they... That she basically reveals in the end because she's doing it so that the gangsters don't kill him. Yes, that's what it really is for. Yes. Why she does. Yeah, it's that's that works too. Yeah, because at that point I'm like, I know she's gonna end up with him, and I also I'm assuming she's going to reveal or something. Yeah, yeah she yeah. doesn't truly reveal. Yeah, she says she's gonna reveal, and then this Robert Preston does his thing, and I'm like, I guess the Duke just like or Earl or whatever his name was. Just disappeared one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. And then this woman who looks exactly like him, but in a dress, yeah. <laughs> walking around all the time. Whatever. Okay. But no, it's. I really want to think this movie is fucking. It's this. It's literally this oh. close to a three and a half star movie. Okay. But then it has that thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna bring it to a three. But you like it though. I That's still good. love it. Okay, I good. still fucking love good, it. Good, good, good. And good. I do wish good. though they had figured out anything and it does make me wonder if it was james garner or if it was just hollywood that did that yeah well this episode so for me this is some weirdly positive movies for, well, for, for me I, I didn't give author author a very good no no i sucks i gave every <laughs> also i gave cat people zero because it's fucking i gave it's hilariously awful i gave all i gave uh five out of the six movies three or higher yeah so that this is like one of the best episodes for me yeah for but me then you i have really to, liked you it you just have to close your eyes when cat, cat when, people. We, when we talk about cat people <laughs> God damn it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that was no, that was a fun episode. Okay. Best actor. Oh I, god, I was sitting here and it's I'm actually giving it to Pacino. I'm giving it to Jack. Okay. Well, there we go. It was I was <laughs> gonna give it to Jack. While you were talking about author and author and Jack, and I'm like, I already knew we were gonna come up with this, and I'm yeah. like, uh I, okay. I, already, I also great. knew you were gonna probably pick Pacino and I'll probably pick Jack. If, okay. if, but other, my second would have been Jack, because uh yeah. he's really good. And Harrison Ford is really good Actress Blade Runner is too. Julie. But, yeah. Okay. Um Oh boy. Okay. Best actress would be is oh, Julie Andrews. Yes, Julie Andrews. Yes, yeah, yeah. She's it's not even hard. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not um, hard at all. Supporting actor. Let's supporting see. Supporting okay. actor. This might if be a little would, harder. No, that's that's Robert Preston? Preston. That's Robert Preston. If we're giving it to supporting, I'm thinking uh, I'm actually going to give it to Rutger Hauer for Blade Rutger Runner. Rutger Hauer is really good. Nope, I'm giving it to but Rutger dude, Hauer for Blade Runner. Yeah, I'm. I'm no, I have no problem. You go <laughs> no. ahead. No, no, I'm gonna tell you. Preston you can't, you can't no. pick on Robert Preston. No, Preston. He's so fucking amazing oh, in that Preston's movie. Preston's great. And then I'm gonna give again her name for the border. I'm gonna give it to Elpida Carillo for Maria oh. for the border. Supporting actress. Supporting actress. Let me think here. Unless you're gonna give it to Leslie Ann Warren. I mean, she's good in the movie. She's good. Ditzy. She's good. But I don't know. I'll there's, probably. There's something about Maria in uh in the border. I'm gonna actually give it to Daryl Hannah. 
Oh, that, I'm not going to argue that. I'm not okay. going to argue that. No, she's awesome in the movie. Yeah, no, Johanna and Blade Runner. No, that's a good. I did weirdly put in Graham Stark. Yeah. From Victor Victoria, who is the waiter. I oh, have to find them because he's... he's so fucking funny. Oh, and every time yes. he just shows up at different places and he's so good. But I'm like, I'm not going to move him yes. above Robert Preston. Oh, yeah. So he's the, yeah, he's but the. But God damn, is he ever he fucking He was the waiter when they were trying to get away with. Uh, and yeah. he shows up later in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. in two different places. Yeah. And, and he will like see Julie he's Andrews and great. like give her a double look. Yeah. And not be positive. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you on that. No, he yeah. was I really liked him. But I just the problem he's in a movie Stark with Robert Preston who was so fucking good. <laughs> but if really if Robert Preston wasn't that good, yeah. I would weirdly give it to a guy who was in the movie for like five minutes. Okay. Because <laughs> he's so fucking good. Okay, so our next podcast is going to be December 9th, 1923. Wow. And that's we, 90 years ago. But guess what we're going to do? It's over 90 years ago now. <laughs> guess what we're going to do? Looking at the newspaper, in the Minneapolis newspaper. The two theaters didn't we have had, no stuff? We had like, <laughs> there was like two theaters that were showing movies in the 20s. So we're going to LA, baby. We're going to LA. We're going to LA, 1923, December 9th. Just a minor tweak. So we're going to look at the, the Los machine. Angeles Times paper next week to see some silent movies. I mean, this there's got to be like 30 papers in LA. We could look through oh, them all. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm sure the LA Times will have so all So I'm the looking forward to this. I know you're not as accustomed to watching silent movies as much. I don't uh, think. No, not, not Except I took you to go see a silent movie. We, we did we went to the We went to the Heights Theater to see Safety last week. And that was movie. fucking amazing. It's, it's amazing, Which yeah. makes me somewhat afraid that it's... All the other ones are going to be shit. <laughs> Mostly just random ones. Yeah, is yeah, the yeah. Problem, okay? we'll, we'll see what we can <laughs> find. So, yeah, that'll be... So, tune into that. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening to us. If you want to contact us or send hate mail to filmgeektimemachine at gmail.com. We still haven't had any. I want some hate mail. Uh, we'll get hate mail <laughs> when we shit upon cat people. Yeah. There's going to be the cat people fanboys out there. No, it would have been a... I like boobs! If we could... <laughs> oh, hold on. I know how we get hate mail. Blade Runner, zero stars. No, no that's, that's way too late. <laughs> yeah, we might get hate mail because we because we didn't shit on the narration enough. <laughs> we okay. didn't. It wasn't that bad. It was no, okay. it wasn't that bad. I can watch it again. We're supposed to make it unwatchable. No, like it wasn't unwatchable. Like, no, no, it's still actually, Blade Runner. Aspects of the thing might actually improve it yeah. to a slight degree, slight and degree. then it kind of falls degree. apart. <laughs> and then it kind of falls bit. apart. For a little bit, it's actually a good, it's a good idea that didn't pan out. But. Right. Okay, well, until, uh, so I'm, I'm Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser. And we'll see you next time. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I'll have to come up with a new phrase so I can rip on you some more when you fuck it up. Yay. <laughs> right, bye-bye. <laughs>